commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... Welcome to another Big Fake Radio Show. Joining me as always is new Larry, Kevin Jack. We're going to get this show done, whatever it takes, fuckface. That is a quote from the movie we're watching this evening, Monkey Shines from 1988. It's a monkey movie, and it's great. All right, so (laughs) also joining us is my personal attorney, spiritual advisor, Tuffy. Mike Dell, it's unnatural, you and that monkey. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate. (laughs) If only I could ever hear that in my life. (laughs) In my my monkey friend. The monkey would be like cutting up your Asuka cutout. (laughs) (laughs) Jealousy between my Asuka cutout. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, well, yeah, Monkey Shines. Uh, it's surprising it took this long to get to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Maybe point. I think took it off for the month of August when we went ape for August at one time, so we couldn't oh. watch it then. So. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I just hit the microphone really hard. <laughs> but sorry. <laughs> but uh, I need a helper monkey to control things. But, uh, Jank, uh, you got COVID again. Yep, sure did. <laughs> Yeah. Time number time. three. Yeah. Yep. Do you get like a jacket or something if you get it three times? The <laughs> spies give yeah. you a jacket. Oh, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we hope you feel better. Seems like you're doing okay with this one, right? Yeah, it's been probably milder than the other cases. Um, it's just uh, bad timing is what it was. I'm supposed to go to a concert on Monday. Oh no. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Who, what was the concert? Maybe it's a blessing in disguise. Who was the concert? <laughs> well, it was uh, me and Todd Teacher's favorite, Pesh Mode. <laughs> yeah, you lucked out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> so well, that's a shame. That's a shame. Yeah. So, uh, at least you had plenty of time to watch Monkey Shines. That's a good thing. It sure did. <laughs> that and all kind of other bullshit. That <laughs> all right, well. We'll catch up on that later. Also, uh, we just learned right before the show that Tuffy has watched some Twin Peaks. Yeah. Only took so like five years. years. <laughs> so that'll be exciting. We haven't heard anything about it yet, so we'll learn along with you. Uh, and then I don't know anything else happened. I, uh, I didn't shoot hockey today because it was raining, but I, I did go get Chinese food. And I picked it up, and I'm driving home, and I get home, and they forgot my rice. Ooh. Ooh. Isn't that the whole meal? <laughs> That's a key yeah. component they of just the broccoli and rice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just got the broccoli. So <laughs> that's real kick in the pants. Yikes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> this place I go to, it has the best uh, broccoli and garlic sauce around. Because everywhere else, it's kind of, like, sweet. But here, they make it good, you know? And uh, it, it's got, like, a, a garlic to it, a real uh, burn, a real heat or something, you know? 
So that's nice. But then uh, they, they they screw up the orders all the time. Whatever. <laughs> they just always, they're always doing something wrong. And, uh, but, but usually, like the one time they just delivered, uh, like I went to pick up, this is the same place where I picked up the Chinese food, yet then they delivered a different order to my house when oh, I got yeah. home. <laughs> There's always something going on. I remember that. <laughs> but God bless them. I love that. Every week I go, like Friday, I go and get Chinese food. Yeah, there's, it's always like, uh, you know, Russian roulette when you order. You never know what you're going to get. But, all right. Probably so, supposed uh, to be sweet, too, and just they keep burning it. So, <laughs> keep fucking everything yeah, up. But it works in your favor in that one regard. Yeah, I don't like it's <laughs> sweet. I, I can't really have this discussion with anyone because I don't know anyone else who ever orders broccoli and garlic sauce at Chinese restaurants. But um, <laughs> I don't like it when it's sweet. But anyway, uh, I did break two hockey balls this week. Back-to-back days. Bang, I was clumping. Might have an anger issue. Cold weather, or <laughs> well, that's the thing. It was uh, it was a little nippy the one day because I found this one ball outside their rink, and it was like a, it said it was made by Milek, which is the the company that, but it seemed a little thinner and a little harder. And yeah, it didn't even last a day. I smashed that. And <laughs> you got um, the Trojan Ultra thin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but but I had to. It was the only ball I had because I had to like order new. But a new shipment of balls came in, so I'm good to go. So we'll see. <laughs> that's uh, a that's time for seven to win once, where you'll be hibernating. But I broke like seven for the uh, the season there. I might try to keep going even during the winter. See how that goes, you know? Because when I was a kid, I'd go play street hockey outside in the winter and stuff. Yeah, go to the ice rink. Actually, yeah. do some ice yeah. hockey. Let's <laughs> <laughs> well, not get crazy. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so we'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, nothing else too exciting to report. So uh, maybe let's just get right into monkey shines and then. Uh, Catch up on everything. So, yeah, Jank, this was your pick. You said you've seen this film before, correct? Yeah, it was probably a good number of years ago, maybe 10 years ago or so. It was a long time. Yeah, I'd never seen it. Tuffy, have you ever seen Monkey Shines? No. (laughs) (laughs) What what a wasted opportunity for both of us (laughs) that we never saw Monkey Shines. What have you guys been doing with your lives? (laughs) You're not watching I terrible had... films on your own. <laughs> there, are, there are a lot of Gary Coleman movies. I, I am, just not Monkey Shines. <laughs> All right, so for those who've never heard of it, and I find that hard to believe, everyone should know, at least, I at least knew it existed, you know, but I, I just never saw it. Um, hold on, I'm having issues with IMDB. Uh-oh. Yeah. It's a very cool poster, I'll say that for sure. Yeah, Monkey described it. It's got the, uh, like, it's got one of those little, uh, robot monkey toys that has little symbols in its hands and it's like claps them together makes the noise so it's just a big shot of that against you know like black background although i I tweeted out a a poster that has the monkey holding a knife (laughs) instead of bloody Uh, i thought it was more like a barber's like the straight edge razor oh okay yeah yeah straight edge razor yeah (laughs) that was a big favorite of hers in this movie So a quadriplegic man has a trained monkey help him with his paralysis until the little monkey begins to develop feelings and rage <laughs> against the new master. <laughs> yep. That's partially, yeah, explains it. <laughs> There's also some other weird psychic link where she's causing him to have rages. That was Yeah, that's, that was crazy. I don't know if I like that aspect of this. I don't yeah. think we needed that. I don't know, yeah, that didn't really add much. No, like Shockma didn't need that, you know. It just, it's yeah. just a pissed off monkey. That's all you want. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
Hey, uh, yeah, the the monkey, the little monkey in this one, it's a what are they called? A, a capuchin, a capuchine, capuchine. Yeah, monkey? that sounds right. Yeah, and so it's much smaller than our buddy Typhoon from uh, Shockma. <laughs> this monkey's <laughs> name is nearly as much. Uh, this monkey's name is Boo. Now mm-hmm. it get, it gets confusing because I uh, like the actor that plays the monkey. <laughs> His name is Boo. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, is it an actor or an actress? Does it say uh, <laughs> monkey that, playing a gender here? Yeah, it's very confusing because uh, the movie the the little monkey's name is Ella, and it's presumed to be a lady monkey. But then they call him a he a couple times. Did you pick up on that? Oh, I think he did no. when he first got it. Like yeah, I don't think did. it was explained to him totally yet. That might be the way, you know, every dog you come across and say, oh, this dog's a good boy. Yeah, yeah. It's still. It's uh, It's confusing. Or something like that, but yeah, it was a girl, supposedly. And we do need to switch this for the uh, Golden Quesadilla categories. (laughs) No, no, no. Let's keep the monkeys firmly in the monkey category. (laughs) Well, we did last year, too. Uh, Jack is a chimp. A chimp is not a monkey. <laughs> so anyway, but uh, the the boo, the the monkey that plays Ella, is actually a boy, I guess. Oh, Ooh. and they said that's rare because usually they use girl monkeys because they're less aggressive. But um, I guess Boo is just a hell of a thespian. Uh, can... <laughs> well, they wanted aggression in this movie. It's like the old, it's like the old days in uh, Shakespeare where the fellows played the lady parts, you know. And, yeah, uh, yeah, boo. If you want a monkey who's going to throw a, a hair dryer into a bathtub, <laughs> you got to get a boy. <laughs> that's, that's, this movie has so many amazing moments. <laughs> the monkey just pisses all over him, too. That was great. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> but, all right. Well, it, this movie also has the second best quadriplegic sex scene I've ever seen. It was. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> there's a uh, quite a cast in this film. Mm-hmm. The lead guy who plays uh, Alan Mann, our hero in this film, uh, his name is Jason Beggy. Is that how you say it? <laughs> sure. B e g h e Beggy. I don't know who he is, but uh, apparently he's been in other stuff. But uh, did you recognize him from anything? No, <laughs> uh, not so much. Then his stars for the smaller roles. Then his uh, former roommate and friend, and now like a scientist doing experiments on monkeys, is Jeffrey Fisher, and he's played by John Pankow. And I actually uh, remember this guy. He was on Mad About You. He played Ira. Oh. On my, do you guys are you guys even familiar with that show at all? I've I remember existing. Yeah, I never watched. I, I don't think I ever watched a single episode. But <laughs> yeah, Paul Reiser and Helen Hunt, and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Then we have Kate McNeil. She plays Melanie Parker, and she is like the monkey trainer who uh, helps yeah. out. And then she falls in love with Alan. And they ha- they make the sweet sweet love with the help of a harness <laughs> apparatus. So, yeah. so that was something. I liked her. She I, she's been in a bunch of some other stuff too, but nothing I really know. Then uh, Jack Joyce Van Patten plays Dorothy Man Allen's mother. You know Joyce Van Patten, right? Um, I definitely recognized her. I couldn't say from what. Is she related well, to Dick Van Patten? 
I believe so, but she's also in two episodes of Columbo. So I'm kind of oh. disappointed in you. Yeah. It's been too long. I've let my Columbo knowledge go by the wayside. Yeah, the Dick Van Dyke episode, she plays a nun at a, uh, like a, uh, food kitchen or soup kitchen where she thinks Columbo's a bum when he comes in. You remember that scene? It's very funny. Oh, scene. Yeah. And, yep. and then she's the murderess in, uh, the, remember there's like a museum and she murders somebody and her niece takes the rap for it. Like she mm-hmm. thinks she's, she gets arrested yep. first. And there's yep, that yep. ashtray. It's, but it's a belt buckle. One of them deals. Yeah, <laughs> remember that? All I right, remember so, that one. Yep. So that's Joey's fan, Patton. Uh, Christine, did we ever watch uh, The House on Sorority Row? Yes, we did. That's what I wanted to mention, Tuffy. Yeah, yeah. Kate McNeil was in House on Sorority yeah. Row, Row. But I can't remember. All those movies blend together. I can't really remember <laughs> which Yeah, one. I have no idea. <laughs> that one was really bad from what I remember. Uh, was that the one where like, the headmistress like, or whatever? The, the bed, like, curtains or whatever? No, that was uh, uh, <laughs> Terror Train. Terror Train. Yeah. House on Sorority Row. Was that the one where the guy was like up in the attic? And yes. Okay. Yeah. But I can't remember who she was in that though. But so I don't remember yeah. what the ladies look like. <laughs> nope. Uh, I remember being not a very super impressive crop. This is another part of the problem. I liked her in this. She was uh, yeah. quite the monkey trainer. Then we have Christine Forrest. Uh, she plays Marion Hodges, the uh, the nurse who is coming to yeah. Alan's mother hires to treat Alan. Because when you have a live-in nurse, you definitely need a helper monkey as well. <laughs> well, I think you do, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would help out to have a helper monkey. But, yeah, they do not get along at all, you know. No. Well, she also has that, that bird that she brings with her. Yeah, bogey. I know traveling nurses were allowed to bring pets. Well, she's living there, she's you know. So her house, yeah. But uh, bogey, the bird, because when he talks, he sounds like Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> Ella was not amused. Levels. Yeah. <laughs> Ella did not like that bird. All right, uh, Stephen Root plays Dean Burbage. Yeah. He is he is the uh like the evil scientist guy who's the boss of uh John Pankow, Jeffrey Fisher. And this was apparently Stephen Root's first movie role. And they said when uh, or he said when he was uh trying off the part he had he had just been doing uh, stage acting, you know. And uh they they said, Hey, don't tell them that and so he kept it quiet and uh yeah, he got the part. So <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Root. Now I know Stephen Root as Jimmy James on News Radio, the station owner. Yeah, <laughs> he's awesome on there. But uh, Tuffy, where do you know Stephen Root from? Well, I know him from News Radio, but he's Milton from Office Space. Yeah, yeah. got the stapler, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. He was in Dodgeball. He was on Justified, like a judge on Justified for a long uh, time. Then we have Stanley Tucci. Playing yeah, Dr. John Wise. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, Jack, Next where are we? Hair back then. <laughs> where do we know Stanley Tucci from, Jack? Uh, I don't even know. He's been in so many things like The Hunger Games, I think he was in. Yeah, he's been uh, in that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's in so many things. And then I also get him mixed up with Mark Strong a lot. <laughs> oh, see, I don't have that problem. So I have no idea who Mark Strong is. So. Oh, okay. He was another bald guy. They look very similar. 
Well, wasn't the uh, one of Stanley Tucci's first big roles was wasn't it like uh, was it first or Big Night or were him and the uh, the fellow that played Monk owned a running a restaurant together? Do you remember that? Yeah, oh. he's in that apparently. Yeah. But uh, he's in the Pelican Breed. Tony Shaloub. That's who I'm thinking of. The guy that plays Monk. Yeah. All right, then we have. Oh, look! Uh, next up is Ella, played by Boo. Uh, I like that Boo <laughs> gets to the photo and everything. <laughs> Yeah, it was introducing Boo as Ella, so this must be her first film. (laughs) Yeah, and then she only did a short, or he did a short (laughs) called Elodie or something, but yeah, and that's it. Short. He was just doing stage work, like Stephen (laughs) Root. (laughs) (laughs) A short but brilliant movie career for Boo. Um, Then we have Janine Turner playing Linda Aikman, who is uh, Alan's girlfriend at the start of the movie. Man, Janine Turner, so good looking. I'm a big oh, fan of Janine yeah. Turner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for those who don't remember Janine nice Turner. Side naked action. <laughs> yeah. Um, she was on Northern Exposure when I was younger, and uh, she was awesome. So. All right, then. Uh, anyone else notable on this? Uh, I think that's about it, right? I think you hit the big ones. Yeah. That's all we need. No word on who played uh, Bogart the bird. Um, not sure. <laughs> hey, Jenks, the director for this film was George A. Romero. Ooh, that's a big you know name. Who that is. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Did the Dawn of the Dead and Night of the Living Dead, all those dead movies, the uh, you know kind of creator of mo- most of the zombie lore we have today, honestly. Yeah, and he did uh, Creep Show as well. Yeah, I love the Creep Shows. I don't even know if I remember that. Um, well, you should remember that. Uh, Ted Danson's in one of them in the first one. Oh, no shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Him and Leslie Nielsen are in one together. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen it. And this movie is based <laughs> on a book. Uh, this uh, movie is based on a book by Michael Stewart, a novel, and it was adapted, and uh, George A. Romero adapted it. So those are the uh, it's the brain trust here behind the film. And let's look and see if there are any uh, uh, featured review. Fun and original horror. All right. Yeah. Short and to the point. <laughs> well, it's a, it's, there's a long uh, paragraph here, but it doesn't seem to be funny at all, so I'm just going to skip it. <laughs> all right. Um, Romero, he used to do a lot of independent films and stuff, you know? And this was, he only did like two, I think Creepshow and this were probably like his biggest, um, studio films. And after this, he never did it. He went back to doing independence because he, he did not like, I guess they, uh, kind of changed the ending on him or something. Oh, really? Yeah. The original ending was. Yeah. When we get to the ending, remind me and I'll, uh, talk about it more. <laughs> But um, the ending is pretty memorable. I mean, maybe not the day to <laughs> at the end, but uh, <laughs> that was crazy. Oh, I, I busted out laughing. That. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> I wouldn't change that for anything in the world. Uh, all right. So, uh, well, he didn't really mind too much about that. I, I, the ending, they didn't go with the ending that he originally wanted, but at the but uh, they tested it with audiences, and like audiences overwhelmingly like the ending that is in the movie. So 
So he, they told him, hey, we, you, you know, we'll do whatever you want to do. And he said, ah, it doesn't matter. Just let the audience be happy or whatever. So, but it's not the movie he wanted. But he said just the overall experience, I guess, wasn't so good uh, working with the studio and stuff. So, uh, he, but he also said this was the most footage he ever uh, shot for a film because they had, uh, you know, they just had to keep the cameras running for the monkey, you know. <laughs> they just had to make sure they caught whatever the monkey was doing. Uh, so Dude, that's how this movie ended up being two hours long. They just had so oh, much. Oh my money. goodness! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an hour. I think fifty three is like the official, and that is this should be an hour and thirty tops. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah, you could easily trim a lot of the scenes of Jeffrey back at the lab just yes. talking to himself, like, endlessly. We don't need, like, four of those. Even when he goes to, like, visit the farm or uh, what's-her-face is to hire her. We don't really need to see that. You know, you can just have her show up. And, hey, this is the monkey trainer. <laughs> That's all we need. <laughs> so Have a uh, montage where they fall in love, and then you're good. <laughs> montage solves everything. And when she sits on his face, and that's all you need. So, <laughs> all right. Um, what else are they going to say about this? Uh, shoots. Uh, I thought there's one other trivial note, but, uh, well, we'll get to it eventually. All right, Jack. So, uh, where do we start with monkey shines? And oh, by the way, I guess I should mention this. I always like the term monkey shines. I think it's, it's funny. It's lighthearted, you know, mm-hmm. it just means like shenanigans and. Tom Fuller, you know, enough of your monkey shines. But then when you look into the history of the word, don't do that. Uh-oh. Just don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not, I can it's not a nice history. <laughs> just, just pretend it's about monkeys playing tricks on each other. <laughs> That's all it's about. Yeah. It's like when Mickey Dolans would, you know, put X-Lax in Mike, Michael Nesmith's hat. <laughs> oh. Hey, I started listening to the monkeys again the other night. Oh my god, what what a treat that is! Oh. <laughs> I love it so much. I'd listened to it in a long time, and I put it on the YouTube. Oh, this is great, <laughs> monkeys! I don't think we ever talked about the new Beatles song on this show. I need to, we better cover that tonight. What's what's the new Beatles song? <laughs> they released a new song like a week, two weeks ago, or three weeks ago. Who? The Beatles. Main two. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like who's even what, what Ringo and Paul got together and made a song? Uh yeah, when they did the um that Real Love and Free as a Bird or whatever back in the nineties, there was another tape that had a song that they worked on, but the fidelity of the tape wasn't good enough. But when Peter Jackson went and did his uh Disney Plus thing, they were able to isolate tracks with that. They recorded another new song. That George had recorded parts for before he died, and it's John Lennon's tape, so he's got parts in it. Ah, oh. so is it self-indulgent meandering bullshit? I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's get back to monkey shines. So, uh, Jack, where does this movie begin? Uh, I believe it starts in bed. Um, <laughs> oh, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Main guy and his. Uh, his lady friend are just laying there naked in bed. And, yeah, Jimmy uh, Turner's on her stomach, you know. Yeah. And we just see the side of her uh, her butt. Kind of smushed side boob. <laughs> if you look right yeah, yeah. it. It's glorious, though. Like, I wasn't expecting yeah. that, you know. They're the way to start a movie, for sure. Yeah, she looks Unfortunately, awesome. Unfortunately, yeah. it then cuts to uh, him, he's awake now. Yeah. yeah. And he's doing, like, naked Tai Chi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, he's sitting on the ground in like a hurdler stretch position doing stretches and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I don't know if we need to see that, George Romero. 
about that. But he's all jacked up. To, he's uh, he's really fit. He's an athletic fella. He, I guess he's some like he was a star college athlete, and he's real uh, hardcore about his health because he he's going to go running. running. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess Most ironic get, thing, so they could show you. Look how much this guy loves his legs, and then we're going to yeah. take him away. <laughs> he doesn't just go running though. He he yeah, loads up a back, up backpack of bricks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he has a bunch of bricks on the front porch, and he loads them into his backpack. I mean, I don't want to tell him how to do his business, but maybe just keep the bricks in the backpack. Don't always have to keep loading them and unloading them. You know what I mean? Just yeah, have them in the backpack. Well, he probably only has one backpack. He has to go to school. You can't just pull out your bricks in the middle of science class. Uh, but uh, he also has uh, ankle weights and wrist weights on too when he's running. This guy's yeah. a fucking machine. And <laughs> Rock never did that. <laughs> but Tuffy, what happens when he's out uh, for his run? Uh, well, he shouldn't have weighed himself down because he's not able to jump out of the way of a car. <laughs> yeah, well, a, a dog. Or we assume that's what happens because, like, it's very badly shot. There's no impact. Yeah, this is like Sedaris like, level uh, impact filming. I've, uh, it's artistic. It's uh, very yeah. uh, suggestive. In a skateboard getting hit by a Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's running down the sidewalk there, and a big German shepherd comes running down. And yeah. uh, barks at him. It scares him. And so he hops into the street. And then we just see a cut to a, the front end of a truck coming at him. And then we see him just pirouetting into the sky <laughs> like a ballerina. And it's shot from low. So he's up in the sky. They're spinning around. And we just see bricks flying everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Just slow-mo falling to the ground and breaking. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is great. So on special effects, that's for sure. So <laughs> then uh, next we see him having surgery on his back. And Stanley Tucci's coming in there cracking this, uh, this jokes. surgery, like they do two surgery scenes. And both times I was like, what are they cutting into? Just like a loaf of bread? Because he was, it was yeah. so orange. Like they keep showing him. He's like super pale. But the, the pain, uh, like the most orange body. Yeah, they put that. <laughs> no, they show him putting that cellophane thing over top the back. There. I don't know why. They do this in surgery. To, I don't know what the purpose of it is. But it, like, uh, sticks flat to your skin, and then they cut through that and your skin. So, um, yeah, I'm guessing it has to do something with, uh, you know, what's the word? I'm looking germs and stuff. Bacteria? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it it always looks like that, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. This is weird. (laughs) Yeah, it was. But uh, they uh, cut through his back there, and Stanley Tucci's the surgeon. He's cracking wise. He's like, hey, this guy's ass is hairier than yours, Mary, or something like that. Do you remember that? (laughs) And then they, yeah, this doctor seems like a real jerk. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> this doctor really wants to get with Janine Turner, and who can blame him? You know, he's got good taste. Yeah, but so he has a surgery, and I don't know what's next, Jenk. We just see them coming home with a, they're welcoming home for a party. Is that what's next? I think. Yeah, I think that's next. His mom is throwing him a big party. He's in town, and. uh you get the the impression right off the bat that the mom's kind of like uh, domineering, like she's he's very like up in his business all the time, and he he's not a big fan yeah. of it. And Janine Turner is there; she she yeah. looks all nervous and stuff. And then she calls the the doctor, or no, she calls Jeffrey, right? And she's like, "Where are you?" You know, Jeffrey's his mm-hmm. old friend who's experimenting on the monkeys. Yeah. He's too busy experimenting on his monkeys to uh, worry about welcoming his. <laughs> quadriplegic friend home from the hospital 
Yeah, he's got to inject monkeys with like human memory cells or something. I think. Yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> receiving a like a brain or something, or is that later? No, I think I, I think that's at the beginning. But yeah, yeah, he's injecting like brain cells with the human memory. I don't know, whatever, into these monkeys. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the purpose is exactly. Just to how the monkeys have better memories. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It worked out. Yeah, I get your grant somehow. <laughs> I was going to inject monkeys and shit. See what happens. Ella, you'll <laughs> never forget where your car keys are. Just let me inject you. <laughs> so, uh, who else is going to this party? Uh, I don't know. No one else, really, right? Just Jenny Turner's there, nervous, and a bunch of people. And then when he shows up in his wheelchair, you know, he's quadriplegic, neck down, done, nothing. Yeah. So he has to control it with that straw and everything. And, uh, and he shows up. And she goes over to welcome him home. And she's like, uh, he's got a beard now, a big beard. And he, and he says, oh, I haven't seen you in a while. And she's like, yeah, sorry, I should have visited the hospital more. So you didn't even visit him in a hospital? <laughs> 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 I got the impression she went, but not for a while. Like maybe she went the first day and like didn't show up after that. Yeah, she went yeah. and picked up the doctor and then uh, came home. Why <laughs> <laughs> in a bed? What is there to see? <laughs> man, what what a woman she is supporting <laughs> her man. Man, just awful. So, uh, but yeah, the doctor shows up, the surgeon, you know, and uh, but Janine Turner and him are like exchanging glances, and uh, there's something there, you know. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you also notice how uh, how Eugene is receding hairline? Do you notice how big Janine Turner's purse was too? Because she goes to the bathroom to freshen up, and she has this purse that has like a bunch of bricks in it too, like his backpack. It was pretty big, but, uh, yeah. So, I guess so. <laughs> so they have the welcome home party, and, uh, I don't know, anything else coming from this party? We just get the sense, you know, he's very depressed. Cause, yeah. 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 And I think so. the nurse comes in at this point, right? Like, the, here, we got you a nurse. She's going to live with you. Um, yeah, and, like, the the first thing we see her doing is uh, Janine Turner goes, the doctor, Tucci says, yeah, give him a drink, and, uh, like some booze, you know. Double so Janine scotch. Turner goes to get the booze, and uh, the nurse comes in and says, "No, no, only plastic cups and yeah, uh, no ice." <laughs> yeah, you got you got to like water it down, and then she takes it into him and gives him a sippy cup. And uh, but yeah, Janine Turner's not happy about this either. You know yeah. that he's home now. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, deal with it. Yes, so that she was living there, right? They were living together. Or no? I you guess. Think? Yeah, maybe. Or maybe not. Because, yeah, she didn't need, no, maybe she was just dating but not living there. Because, yeah, she did take her purse into the bathroom. You, you really wouldn't need to do that if you live there, right? You'd have everything you need in the bathroom. So That is true. Yeah. It is um, crazy that, yeah, he's like a college student living in this giant-ass house by himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a strange, uh, strange thing. Also, he looks very old, too, right? I mean, he doesn't look... Yeah. <laughs> like, at least 30, you know? He doesn't look like he's 20 or anything. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, I also like that the fake beard was, like, a different color than his actual hair. <laughs> it was a hell of a beard. It's like... Yeah. Uh, Ernest Hemingway situation, like a big old beard. <laughs> so, uh, after the party, what happens? Well, we cut the Jeffrey in the lab, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. he's getting the message that the... That Janine Turner left, and he's like, "Oh yeah, today's the sixth. I fucked up. I better go visit, uh, you know, my buddy there." 
And uh, we see him injecting Ella in the butt with something, though. <laughs> uh, yep. So then he goes and visits Alan at home. And uh, what comes out of this conversation exactly? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, know he's, I think when by the time Jeffrey shows up, we're kind of seeing what his life is like and how it, hard it is. He's got like this. His mom got him some expensive system where he can just like yell numbers and like the oh, yeah, computer yeah, yeah. will do things like it'll raise the blinds or like turn on the lights or something like that. Um, but he's he's having a hard time with it. Yeah, yeah we he, do what, find out Jeffrey's uh, shooting himself up with stimulants so he doesn't have to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Jeffrey, the doctor, is doing that. Um, yeah. Or the scientist guy, because he says that if you don't sleep, if you only sleep once every three days, it's like you're living an extra 15 years when your life's over, right? Something like that. Yeah, he's like yep. Kramer. <laughs> da Vinci sleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, when he gets there, he, uh, he helps himself to a beverage. And then when he's walking by the bathroom, he sees like the, uh, the apparatus that can lower him into the tub and everyone the toilet and everything. And uh, so um, just gets a sense of what's going on here. Then he talks to his friend there and... Does he does he bring up the idea of a helper monkey here or, or no? Uh, I don't think yet. I think uh, that happens after he oh, tries after to this. kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, and how does he try to kill himself, Jack? <laughs> uh, well, apparently somebody left like, uh, you know, some dry cleaning hanging up with the big old garment bag over it. And uh, I guess he wheeled himself over there and stuck his head under it <laughs> and just kind of like sucked in real hard on the bag. Because like, yeah. I don't know the, the pretty loose bag. I don't know that that would suffocate you, but I guess he he sucked in enough so that you know it was blocking his airway. Kind of like what happened to uh, you know Seraph on that comic book we talked about last night. <laughs> Flea market fantasy reference. But uh, yeah, well he survived, so I guess you know it wasn't a good plan. You yeah. Know? But, <laughs> but when you're quadriplegic, your options are limited. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what can you do? So. Yeah, he he survives that, but then maybe yeah, Jeffrey says, you know, I got something I'll cheer you up, a monkey. <laughs> and, and he brings over little Ella, and uh, she just starts running around over the house and yeah, turning on he, toys and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he seems to be okay with it, but I, I think he'd be freaking out. This monkey's gonna go for my face. He's <laughs> 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 alright with it, and uh, Ella is quite the little charmer. And she puts on music, and then she jumps up on his lap, and she's like, hey, I'm Ella. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and uh, she gets little treats. To, well, that's later, I guess. But what are the treats she's getting exactly? They look like Scooby Snacks. They come in a yeah, box. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, just unnamed treats. Yeah, I don't know what they are. Uh, I thought they were like little they bits of banana. Like a special dispenser on his chair that, uh, you know, what's her mm-hmm. name's going to put on there. Yeah, Kate. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, because maybe they're like, I don't know what they are. They're little balls or something. Yeah. But, uh, and they're, but again, they're in a box, so they can't be like little bits of banana, because that one. Yeah. Cute. So I don't know what they are exactly. Kibbles and bits, I guess. Yeah. Eating them dog. <laughs> but uh, Alice like seems to like it. Like banana. But yeah. So, well, yeah. Look, I just thought one of the scenes where he got where she where she gave him one and it looked like a banana. Yeah, but I, the fact that they're in a box was confusing to me. But uh, yeah, that's weird. But anyway, uh, so yeah, Ella. Uh, he likes Ella. He and Ella bond right away. 
Ella puts yeah. on some music and just starts dancing. <laughs> uh, sad, sadly, that's a callback to the end. That's foreshadowing. Oh. Uh, I'll come back to bite her in the ass. Yeah. But uh, the little monkey's cheering him up. And it really gives him a new uh, birth on life there. This monkey, yeah. he, he starts being positive and he decides he's going to go back to school. And uh, he's, he, he's reading his books and everything with the monkey's help. What else is the monkey helping him do? Yeah, the, he put like these uh, like metal, you know, rings in the books so that Ella can carry them, the books through like the little uh, chains or whatever. Oh, yeah. uh, I think they used yeah. Ella to like change the balls. batteries in his uh, wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. Top of you, the monkey should make phone calls. Yeah. Oh, there's a also there's like a laser pointer, right? And he like directs the laser pointer at things, and that's how Ella knows what to go get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Most of this is happening after Kate gets involved, the monkey trainer. So. Um, yeah, I guess Kate shows up with the monkey, right? Yeah. 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 At the same time. And she's a good looking blonde. And, uh, you know, right away he's like, oh, that's a lady. So. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he gets so positive and happy that the, uh, he shaves his beard. Yeah. yeah. And but the nurse ha- does it. Uh, well, I think Kate does it, you know, because doesn't she accidentally mm-hmm. cut him and then there's blood and Ella sees the blood, and she gets mad. At, like you can tell, she's getting mad at Kate for cutting uh, her boss. <laughs> right? I think that's yep. what happened. Yeah. yeah, I think you're. So, uh, all right. What, what's the next big thing that happens? Because again, this movie's very long. So, yeah. <laughs> so, like the first fifty, I, like. By the time the monkey starts to act a little suspicious, I looked at the movie uh, and it was 48 minutes into the film. And I'm like, yeah, that is way too long before we get to monkey shines. We need monkey shines way earlier than that. Um, yeah. I guess we just see stuff about that. Well, he tells Jeffrey that Jenny, uh, Jenny Turner is going to leave him, you know, and because she doesn't want to be a part of this. And that was before, you know, when he was still depressed, I guess. Um, then we see Jeffrey at work talking to Stephen Root, and I guess Stephen Root is uh, going to cut down his funding or something because the the research isn't going well. And he smuggled Ella out of the lab. He said that Ella died. Yes. Yeah. And also, when Kate wanted to work with the monkey, she says, "Like this is a normal monkey, right? You're not doing anything, dude." And he's like, "Oh yeah, normal monkey. Totally. Yeah, yeah." <laughs> But, but then the one day when Jeffrey goes over to visit him in the monkey and, you know, Ella, they're doing so well together. He uh, takes Ella, though, into the kitchen and uh, gives her another injection in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> like, why did he keep doing it? Like, why didn't he just let it alone? I don't know. That seems like a bad idea. Because even uh, our guy was getting suspicious there. He's like, what are you doing to the monkey in there? Oh, was it because of uh, Stephen Root said we need to find some... Uh, Get some results. Yeah, I think Ella was the only monkey that was showing any promise. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but Ella, when he gives her the injection this time, she, she never liked the injections, but this time she really got pissed. And yeah. she, she grabs something in the kitchen and just started, like, hitting it on the counter. 
like yeah, uh, like some meat tenderizer thing or something, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it was like a like a prison riot when they they slam against the bars, you know, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> so and he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Damn it, Jeffrey, what are you doing to my monkey?" He's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Ella's getting pissed now, and uh, all right, so these injections they're making Ella, they're giving. Ella and Alan like a telepathic connection. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's making him more savage, like, like a monkey. And, uh, I don't know. She's just kind of reacting off of his negative emotions and making them come true. Yeah. He's like, feeding off some... her anger yeah. and she's feeding <laughs> off his anger. And when she goes and she finds a way to get outside of the house, she goes up through the attic and uh, goes out the window and mm-hmm. she, she'll go running in the yard and stuff. And he feels like he's running in the grass. He has these vivid dreams of running and stuff. And, uh, it's like and they all, Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones <laughs> reference stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, what else is going on with Ella though? Uh, oh, and also noticed it looked like Alan, his teeth were, he was getting fangs too. They would show his mouth sometimes. And he was, yeah. Teeth were growing, apparently. <laughs> Uh, Maybe just you can't brush them very well because he's in that chair, so. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, Kate, the uh, good-looking monkey trainer lady, you know, she's kind of falling for him, you know, and he, he's he's uh, smitten with her. She takes some fishing, you know. <laughs> that was great. She she catches a fish, and she's trying to reel it in, and the uh, she, she goes running back with the line, and it catches on his wheelchair and snaps, and the fish gets away. And he goes, oh, it's my fault. It's not your fault. You're stuck <laughs> in a chair. It's her fault. She could have went anywhere. She ran right into your chair. <laughs> it's not like yeah, you had any work channeling there of stuff getting stuck on the wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, telephones <laughs> are strong. That's what I learned in this movie. <laughs> yeah. They never come out. Those cords are super glued in there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that's going on. They're starting to fall in love and whatnot. And what else? Anything else uh, going on here? No. Oh, the bird. I got, yeah, because the, the yeah, maid. The and, person. Yeah, the maid and the monkey aren't getting along. And, uh, <laughs> so yeah. Jake, what happens to the bird? Because this bird's just flying around the house sometimes, you know? Yeah, it was like one night, I think Jeffrey is like trying to sleep and the bird got out and was like trying to peck him in the face, like, <laughs> going right for his eye. And, uh, yeah, he, he, he just had a big fight. He had just had a big fight with Marianne, too, the, the nurse. Yeah. And uh, she leaves the room, and right away, Bogey comes in the room and just lands on his face. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that would be horrible. You can't move, and that damn yeah. bird. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty scary. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, she comes in and grabs Bogey, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Bogey's my precious little angel. Um, yeah. And so Ella that night, like, sneaks out of her cage and kills the bird. And then later, you know, the nurse is trying to find the bird and she finds it inside her slipper where she found a banana peel oh, yeah. earlier. So yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's exactly who put this there. That's a bold move there by Ella. <laughs> Put <her> right <laughs> in the slipper for you. Like the horse head in the bed. You just gotta <laughs> <be> <laughs> uh, I guess uh, if Bella just uh, rings its neck in the cage, you know, um, clear, but it, I guess the theory here, what Ella's thinking is by sticking the slipper, maybe she'll think uh, the bird was sleeping in the slipper and when she sticks her foot in, she crushed it. <laughs> oh, that's good. Thank you. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, but the the maid is, you know, obviously pissed, and she blames him and that damn monkey for killing her bird. Yeah, you know, I mean, and he yeah. says <laughs> <laughs> someone broke his. The monkey was locked in the cage, so it couldn't have been yeah. a monkey. Yeah, he goes, Ella was in the cage. You saw it, like you know, you can't get out of that cage. She's like, I know she did it, that damn monkey. And uh, so she quits. She ends up quitting. And what a great decision that was, right? Because if, <laughs> if she did, if that maid did not quit, yeah, Ella she would have been the next one to go for good. sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So uh, now the maid uh, leaves. Oh, her, his mom's back. Mom shows up. Yeah, yeah. She's like, well, the maid's quitting, so I got to stay here now. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. like, I sold my business. I sold my business and I'm coming back to live here and I'll take care of you, son. I'm here to give you all the sponge baths you need. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's the other thing. Like, uh, he's, he's been nothing but horrible to that Marianne, that nurse. And he's always at her stuff. And then we see the mom giving him a sponge bath and he's like, mom, why don't you just let Marianne do this? Really? You want Marianne, the lady you're yelling at, to be uh, washing your, your, your dick and balls? I don't know if I'd want that. Yeah. Yeah. The lady who wants to murder well, you for a real, her bird. He's just a real jerk, too. Because I think at one point Jeffrey comes over and he talk, calls her Nurse Ratchet. And she's, like, standing right there. It's like, yeah. don't, don't insult this lady right to her I face. Know. Yeah, he becomes, yeah, he becomes a real dick. jerk with his telepathic connection with the monkey. Because he's a real nice guy at the beginning of the movie. To her, though, yeah. like, the, from from the get-go, like, even before Ella got there, like, they were clearly not getting along. Yeah. And uh, then uh, he's yelling at the mom, too, all the time now, just being real mean and yeah. uh, kind of vicious. And then uh, he's still always nice to Kate, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Kate takes him to a doctor's appointment, right? And uh, th- th- there's a different doctor. Well, he actually you know? moved his hand one night. So he's like, oh. He, he thinks he did, you know? But they're all like, are you sure? You really can't, you know, move your hands. And he's like, no, I think I did. So they take him to a new doctor. And this doctor says, hey, uh, it looks like that surgeon, he fixed, uh, you know, he did a good job of fixing your uh, vertebrae here and whatnot. But it seems like the real problem was a, a genetic deal, a hereditary thing here, like a narrowing yeah. of the spinal column or something. He's like, I don't think that the, the accident didn't really cause your paralysis. Like, it was just a coincidence. <laughs> just a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> so the doctor saw the damage. You, you know, you're paralyzed, and he saw you got hit by a truck, and he's like, all right, this must be the problem, you know? But actually, I think there's a chance maybe we could fix this. So Now, you think you'd be very excited about this. Yeah, but he's just filled with murderous rage because <laughs> yeah, on some murder, Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Now, I mean, clearly he's uh, doped up on monkey drugs or something and he's all crazy. But <laughs> normally, like, I, you can't blame Stanley Tucci for this, right? I mean, even though yeah, like, I get hit by a truck, you assume the truck is yeah. what uh, caused the yeah. damage. <laughs> just because he's not Quincy levels murder, of right? awesome as a doctor. I mean, Quincy yeah. would figure it out, but. Uh, he'd be dead first. But anyway, but, uh, you know, Stanley Tucci's an honest mistake. It wasn't, it, it wasn't, you know, deliberate. Or Nothing was. was. I mean, it sounds like he did a good job fixing the damage that was done from the accident, so. Or, or was this all part of Stanley Tucci's master plan? Because he knew Jeannie Turner would be hanging around with the quadriplegic, you know, so he's like, I'll just sever this guy. I don't guy's. think he knew that this guy was banging Janine Turner yet. Yeah, that's true. 
Um, so uh, there you go. That's what's going on there. And uh, he's very angry. And uh, but Kate's like, hey, hey, Alan, you should be happy about this, you know. And he's like, I just want to murder him. <laughs> I don't know. He's just talking out of his. I like mm. that they bring Ella to the doctor's appointment too. Did you notice that? Yeah. <laughs> hey, we have well, this nice everywhere. clean doctor's office. Let's bring a filthy monkey in here. <laughs> yeah, Jank. Earlier, when he goes back to law school, uh, there's a scene with the monkey in the class. <laughs> yeah, she puts her hand up. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's laughing at the monkey. Wants to answer the question. It's hilarious. So. um yeah, he's very angry. So that night when he uh, goes to bed, right, uh, he has a vision of, uh, you know, running through trees and stuff. And uh, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, when do they uh, his house with the book of matches? Uh, he calls. Well, he calls Stanley Pucci to really uh, ring him out about like, hey, you fucked up my surgery. And he calls his office and they say, oh, he's not available. Uh, but here's a special number you can reach him at if it's an emergency. Mm-hmm. And they read off the number and he recognizes, like, hey, wait, I know this number. Yeah, it's like an old <laughs> cabin. My lady's number. Uh, oh, it's her house. All right. Yeah, so, um, but before that, when he finds out, how did he find out? Was it when the suicide attempt happened and Jeffrey's in the hospital with him and uh, Janine Turner just happens to show up, but she didn't know he had tried to commit suicide? She's there to see the doctor. And Jeffrey's yeah. like, oh. That's when they, yeah, yeah okay. Right. But anyway, yeah, so Stanley Tucci's at Jenny Turner's house now. And uh, so when he goes to sleep, old Ella goes and takes care of business. What does she do, Jack? <laughs> uh, well, Stanley Tucci and Janine Turner are doing it. And we get to see some nice, uh, you know, action right there in the bed. And uh, Ella sneaks in under the bed with a with a match, just lights it up. <laughs> and apparently they die very quickly. Because yeah. it's time for them to run. You think at some point they're like, hey, even wow, though this match yeah. feels hot, <laughs> we should probably get up. <laughs> yeah, that is very so flammable. Well. Damn asbestos mattresses. Yeah. So, yeah, the whole house burns down, and uh, the two of them are inside, and they die. And uh, the mom gets the call the next morning. She's like, oh, my God, how can I tell Alan this? And Alan wheels in, and he's like, there was a fire. He just, he just knows because uh, – yeah. He was seeing things through Ella's eyes. And he is not upset about it at all. He is <laughs> perfectly fine. <laughs> but uh, then he tries to, like, uh, tell Kate and Jeffrey that, like, you know, I think there's something going on here. I think I have, like, a... I think uh, this monkey started the fire. Yeah, I think uh, you need to take her away because I think she's uh, evil and she's making me evil. And I, like, she sensed that I wanted them dead to die. And she went and... D- they're like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's nutty. Yeah. Animals are naturally afraid of fire. A monkey couldn't start a fire. Yeah, and she, uh, <laughs> Kate lights a match and shows it up to Ella, and Ella goes running off like she's scared of the fire. And uh, so, but he's like, no, uh, something's wrong here. So Jeffrey's like, all right, I'll, I'll take Ella. Ooh, uh, I'll go run some tests with her make sure everything's all right. And he starts dragging Ella out of the room by a leash, and Ella's, like, grabbing tables and everything, knocking shit over. And, uh, and then uh, she's there with uh, Kate is just there with Alan. She's like, you know what? Let's uh, did she say let's go away for the weekend or no? They were at her house. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, they were already. Why were they at her house? But uh, yeah, they were already at her house. And she says, why don't we just stay here for the weekend? You know, I've got an extra. You can sleep out there because I got 
where she does her little experiments with the monkeys. She's got all the things they need, all like the harnesses and everything. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's going to put good use of that harness. And, uh, <laughs> oh, is she? <laughs> so, so they go out and she's setting them up for bed, you know, and she's like, all right, it's bedtime. And he tries to make a move on her when she's uh, getting them ready for bed. He, uh, he tried to kiss her boob when she's leaning in. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you know. And, and and she's like, oh, you know. And she steps behind him so he can't see. And she's giving it some thought. And she's like, you know what? Yeah, let's do this. And she just starts on taking off her shirt. <laughs> it's like, so now, Jank, uh, would you like to describe the big sex scene? <laughs> uh, well, he's kind of laying there in, the, in bed. Uh, she kind of <laughs> pulls herself up on the harness so that she is, you know, sitting on his, his face. And uh, just kind of, he goes to town. <laughs> yeah. And she moans quite loudly <laughs> for a good two minutes. And apparently the original, someone involved in this, I think the producer, he said that they wanted it to be a very gritty uh, sexual scene. And they, they had, I guess, other footage. This sex scene went on longer and was more graphic. <laughs> but George Romero said, no, no, we got to tone it down a little bit. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tasteful. <laughs> yeah. Tasteful. Quadriplegic love scene. So while they're making a sweet, sweet love, uh, Jeffrey is doing tests on Ella and stuff, but um, I don't know. What is he? He just keeps injecting her with shit, right? But, uh, oh, he finds yeah, out that Stephen Root took all the uh, super soldier serum, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they only have like Ella? a little bit. Uh-oh, there's uh, going to be a sequel. Still time. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess one of the aspects of the original ending was that you see Stephen Root before oh, okay. b- before Jeffrey and uh, Dorothy, the mom, get murdered, you see Stephen Root in his laboratory injecting all the monkeys with the super soldier serum that they got. Oh. Uh-huh. To like, kind of imply that there's going to be an army of these monkeys out there. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. <laughs> That'd be funny uh, if they all go for this guy. Somehow they know. <laughs> they just really hate him. <laughs> but... Uh, Old what's his face? Doesn't he say, "Hey, this is uh the last bit"? But Ella now, Ella wants the injection. Yeah, she, she's yeah. not mad. She's like, "Yeah, give me that shit. <laughs> I want that." Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, no. she's junkie now. <laughs> she's a dragon. This could be bad." Oh, <laughs> uh, so from the weekend, and they come up from the weekend, and the mom's there, and they didn't even call the mom all weekend. Her, her yeah. quadriplegic son was on the run for a weekend. She, I didn't even bother to call her. Um, but then uh, Kate kisses him in front of the mom, and uh, the mom gets very upset by this. You think the mom would be happy? Why? Like, yeah. Holy hell! Exactly. My quadriplegic son got a super hot girlfriend. Yeah, I can't make <laughs> anything happen. But this guy in the wheelchair, he's making it happen. You know, so like, get on you. But no, the mom's very jealous about all this. I guess uh, she wants to be giving him the sponge baths. You know, so, um, but he, uh, he's, he's trying to calm his mom down. Like, Hey mom, you know, relax, you know, everything's fine. But yeah, she's still kind of pissed about this. And how does, uh, how does Ella get back in the house? Like, he escaped uh, the lab? Yeah. He came over there volunteer. She brought her over there. I think she had to escape, right? Cause I don't. Yeah, she definitely escaped. And then comes back. And doesn't he see Ella in the house and he starts to freak out a little bit? He's like, uh-oh. I think and he Ella's starts back. angry at the mom and he's like, it's Ella's fault. Like, <laughs> I think he knows that she's there because 
because he's starting to get angry again. Oh, yeah, so the mom goes up to take a bath, right? Yeah. Yeah, they have a big-ass fight where he, like, calls her a bitch and stuff, and, yeah, yeah he's a real... Because, uh... Did we miss that Jeffrey starts injecting himself, too? Yeah, because doesn't... Because Jeffrey thinks, like, the monkey did set the fires, and he's like, you know what? I can't go kill Steven Root, but maybe if I inject myself, I can cause the monkey to go kill Steven Root for me. Isn't that what he's thinking? I think that's what he's doing for. Um, so, yeah, he injects himself. And then I guess maybe that's when Ella escapes because he, he passes out or something. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, but so Ella sleep for days at a time. Yeah, that is true. So Ella goes back to the house and the mom goes up to take a bath. And this is a, such a glorious scene. <laughs> Joyce Van Patten's in the tub trying to relax, you know, recover from the fight with her son. And Ella just goes in there, grabs that hair dryer. It chucks it in the tongue. It's so great. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty good. Oh, fuck. It was awesome. Yeah, I definitely made a note for the best death scene. There's at least three in this. <laughs> I think we can yeah. <laughs> Oh, the bad motherfucker. So, so then Jeffrey shows up at the house and he's like, hey, hey, Ella's here. Ella's here. You got to uh, find Ella. And and he goes upstairs and he sees that uh, the mom's dead in the tub and he's like, oh no, I was on the list. Yeah. <laughs> and well, luckily he bought uh, two syringes of tranquilizer with him. Yeah. And <laughs> but <laughs> in the play, this is so great. I can't. How did Ella get a hold of one of them? Did she just <laughs> rest it from his hands or uh, like well, he's got when they... he's trying to catch her and I think she like bites at his ankle and he drops it. Okay. I. I know at one point she kind of plays hockey with a syringe, but I think that's after she injects him. Because, yeah, I think that's the second one. Yeah, because the first injection, she just jumps on his back, and they, they cut to, like, these little monkey arms holding a syringe. <laughs> <laughs> and she stabs him, and then there's another little monkey arm coming. <laughs> kind of like when uh, Triumph the Insult Comic Dog when they'd have his arms. Yeah, he has the little stick arms, yeah. <laughs> and she pushed the plunger down and injected him with a tranquilizer. And, uh, yeah, so he's getting all loopy on that. And then uh, he drops another syringe of something. And I guess, but she has a stick. They're like in a hallway, and he shuts the door, so she's kind of trapped yeah, in the hallway. Yeah, I think it's like a, a wooden hanger. Yeah, she snaps it in half, and then, like, uses it as a hockey stick to, like, shoot the syringe past them. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. And then he passes up and falls into the good. door. And then she runs and gets the syringe, and then she looks back, and I'm like, ha, 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 I got the syringe, dummy. (laughs) (laughs) So great. Uh, It was also a great scene where, like, he was wrestling with her in, like, the kitchen on, like, a puppet, and then he, like, throws it down, and then you see, like, Ella in the background, like, go running from behind a door. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So then uh, Jeffrey passes out. You know, he... Oh, well, uh, what's yeah, his face? I had enough in there to take down King Kong after he got injected. Yeah. And I thought Alan he died. telling him, like, Does he hey, die? He... he dies, right? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he's telling Alan once he gets injected, like, hey, I got to drive myself to the hospital. There ain't enough time to wait here for an ambulance. And uh, in the meantime, about five seconds later, he just collapses to the ground. Yeah, he, yeah. he's dead. But uh, before all that happened, um, Alan wanted to try and call for help or something. But he yeah. he couldn't get to the phone, you know, because he's just trying to hit it with his head. And um, 
and Ella runs in to try and keep him away from the phone, and she like pushes the wheelchair away from the phone. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. And then he throws it in reverse real hard with the straw to like try and, and Ella jumps out of the way. And uh but then oh the phone falls from the hook and mm-hmm. uh he had called Kate and Kate picks up, she's like, Hello, hello, and she just hears uh Ella making monkey noises in the phone <laughs> and like <laughs> and she's like, Oh shit, something's going on. So she storms yeah, off and she, she's on her way to see what's going on. But then somehow the phone does Ella jam the phone into the wheelchair? I don't remember if she did it intentionally or if it just fell that way, but yeah. It's... Yeah. So she goes running off into the house then to, uh, I guess get Jeffrey still or. Um, yeah. And he's trying to go warn Jeffrey and he's driving with his wheelchair, but the phone is still connected to the wall and <laughs> it locks him down. He can't. <laughs> Man. That, that, wheelchair, <laughs> that wheelchair had no power whatsoever. Couldn't even yank a phone cord out of a wall. Apparently, Ella was not there to change the batteries that day. <laughs> this thing was low on juice. So, but eventually Jeffrey comes in and again, Jeffrey dies. And then Kate shows up and he's like, Kate, Kate, you got to get out of here. You know, you got to go get away from me because there's a monkey on the loose. She's like, what are you talking about? And just as she says that, Ella jumps in on her back. Like Ray Mysterio off the top rope, <laughs> coming in on her back, <laughs> and, they, and they go rolling around on the ground. And Ella's got a straight—is it the straight razor? Or does she have something else? Yeah. No, I think yeah. at this point it's the. Uh, I think the straight razor he was earlier with Jeffrey. This point she's got the hanger. Somehow she okay. cuts her face with the hanger. Yeah, yeah like, like a little hook, I think. Too. Yeah. 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 Before this, she was also a tormenting Alan in the wheelchair. Like she had a razor too, right? Like, and he's like, "You don't, you yeah. won't hurt me." We're like one of the same or something. Or was that later? I don't know. It's something. Maybe that was later. I don't know. But yeah, she's hacking up uh, Kate. She's trying to at least. And uh, Kate's wrestling with uh, Ella. And again, it's like wrestling with the puppet. And it's pretty great. Yeah. And um, <laughs> how does this? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Talk about how Kate gets incapacitated. <laughs> this was so good. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, doesn't Ellie just like put her hand out pretty much and trip her? And then like she yeah, like, like, falls head first into like the, the shelf or something like that. Yeah, Kate's just walking her head away. Out. And Ella somehow either bites her ankle or grabs her ankle and, and we yeah. just see her fall and smack her head off a desk. It's like, holy hell. We did, uh, we did skip over when him and Ella are waiting for Kate to get there. Because uh, he also has like an, a voice electronic system where he can say like number seven opens right, the blinds, yeah. number eleven opens the front door. Yep. So he just goes number eleven and the front door opens and Ella goes and shuts it and then hits the uh, the breaker to shut off yep. all the power in the house. Yeah. yeah. First I think she and shut then the like, she shut the power off to make everything yeah. dark, and then she goes and shut the door. And, and then it's just Alan for like five minutes going. Oh, Ella, wouldn't you like a snack? Oh, but I need the power on to go get a snack. That's right. <laughs> and Ella, oh, Ella, we should listen to some music. Put the tape in, Ella. Oh, Ella, we need to turn the power on to listen to the music. Ella almost falls for it, too. She goes running yeah. to the kitchen, and then she turns around and she looks at it. She's like, nah, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <I'm not doing> <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> uh... But, oh, yeah, Kate, yeah, when Kate gets there, she flips the power back on. Yeah. Uh, that's right. So, and, um, but yeah, so now Kate's knocked out, 
And he's trying to wake up Kate by just driving his wheelchair into her repeatedly. Well, like, meanwhile, the monkey has the second syringe, and she is just, like, not inserting, but just poking Kate in, like, the eyeball and the nose and the cheek. And the cheek. The syringe. Yeah. <laughs> just toying with her. And, uh, and so, uh, but Alan's in his wheelchair, and he's like, there's only one way to help. And he just, through sheer force of will, he moves <laughs> his right hand. Yeah. He, <laughs> he couldn't he, do it at all before, but now he's got pretty good motion with it. Can move he, it several he has inches. To save, he has to save his love's life there, and he makes it, and he he's able to hit the play button on the on the uh, boombox there, and the music starts playing, and right away Ella starts getting happy again. The music's there, oh, the music's there, and all right. There's another important point we need to mention. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, oh oh well, uh, there's a lot, man. There's, there's, yeah, we missed a bunch there. <laughs> the last like thirty minutes of this movie is so fucking good. It, is it really so was good. But but there's a whole port part where Ella is now she's the captain now and she's in charge yeah. And, yeah. and she's like feeding him treats instead of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no more like food a, Ella no more food yeah doesn't she have like a candlelit dinner set up <laughs> she's like yeah <laughs> oh yeah, yeah that's, that's how I realize that she's not afraid like, of fire oh, I guess you're not afraid of fire you set you set this candlelit <laughs> dinner up for us. And she keeps jumping and stuffing cookies in his mouth and stuff. And he's like, no. And he spits it out. No more food. Ella, no more food. <laughs> and then so, she, so, Jack, what did she do next? <laughs> well, I think uh, first he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going yeah. eat you. Like, I was just like, I'm going to figure out a way to murder you. I'm and then she like, calls the fire. you open yeah. and pull your heart out. Yeah. Pull your guts out. <laughs> and uh, she just jumps up on his lap and starts pissing all over him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just like someone opens up like a like just takes a glass of water and throws it like just boom an explosion yeah. of water <laughs> and he looks at her and he goes you bitch <laughs> something along those lines you slime I think is what he oh, said yeah, yeah. <laughs> you slime and Ella's just smiling at him yeah that's right. I pissed all over you I marked my territory <laughs> bitch you're mine now <laughs> Oh, it's so good. So good. <laughs> then he like takes the Ella takes the syringe and is like for some reason can't figure out how to inject uh <laughs> Kate with it now. Like he keeps yeah. kinda of poking her in the face but not really doing mm-hmm. it all the way. I don't know. Yeah, just building the drama. But yeah, then through uh, you know, his will he's able to punch on the boom box and the music starts playing and Ella gets happy. Now, one other thing we need to mention that happened earlier in the movie, like when they first got the monkey. Ella mm-hmm when she started to fall in love with him there, she, uh, she would run and jump on his lap, walk up and just hug him and put her head right next to his neck and just hug him. Yep. Oh, it's so cute and adorable, you know? And, <laughs> oh, oh, there was also a scene where, uh, was this before she went and burned down the house, but he like bites into his lip real hard and he starts bleeding down his mouth and she, Ella jumps up and licks the blood off his face. Ooh. It like kisses him, the blood off his face. Do you remember that? Oh, so. uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think I, I, I think I, I think that like uh, solidified the mental bond there between them. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, he's like Ella, the music, you know, the music, Ella, and she's getting all happy. So she jumps on his lap, Tuffy, and she goes into hug yeah. him. And uh-huh. what happens now, Tuffy? Uh, he just clamps on. With the one muscle he has with his mouth. 
Yeah. And he is swinging her around and like a pit bull. Yeah. Just will not side to good. side. <laughs> and there's blood spewing out of her and stuff. And oh uh, my goodness. And then he just chucks <laughs> her dead carcass on the ground. But uh, yeah, it was so funny. But uh, <laughs> thankfully, you know, uh, all the uh, all the activities with Kate got his mouth very strong, and uh, yeah, his jaw <laughs> was ready to go. And he did, yeah. It, it's this is the best death scene of the year. I think we can. Yeah. I mean, this is amazing. <laughs> this is pretty good. Good luck, back and forth. Yeah, good luck, puppet in his mouth. Pretty awesome. <laughs> no way you're topping this. This is amazing. <laughs> It's a very memorable ending. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Ella's dead now, and uh, now we cut Jank to uh, we see that cert that doctor who told him there might be a you know a way to save it or get movement back. He he's now preparing for surgery, and we yep. see him going into surgery again with the same process as before. He's on his stomach. They put the stuff on his back. They slice him in his back, and, <laughs> and what happens? <laughs> uh. I don't remember anything good what? happening. I just... <laughs> oh, oh, come the, on! The monkey, like alien, just jumps out of his back. Yeah, <laughs> Ella, Ella covered in blood, like just jumps out of his back towards the camera. You don't remember that? I missed this. Oh my god! god you watch it. it. I just busted out laughing when that happened. I was like, "Oh, this is amazing." So, oh, that's uh, hilarious. But it's all just a nightmare, and he wakes up. He wakes up in the hospital like and a neck brace and everything, and Kate's there with him. And, and he's like, oh, oh. He's like, How, did it work? Did I have my body back? And then we cut, and now we see him being wheeled outside in a wheelchair with a nurse wheeling him. And we see Kate pull up in her van, and uh, she opens the door, and she says, hey, Ace. She calls him Ace. She says, hey, Ace, let's go fishing. And uh, <laughs> And he gets up out of the wheelchair, and he walks into the van. Yeah, with one crutch. Yeah. And then they drive off, and that's how the movie ends. So, all right. So, yeah, George Romero's original ending, he it was not a happy ending. He did not have that ending. He wanted oh. it to be uh, ambiguous, like that the evil was still in, in him and stuff. And uh, and he did. And the surgery is not. A, he doesn't get the surgery to fix him or anything. It doesn't work or something. So, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> just unnecessarily mean. Like we're gonna give you yeah. this hope in the middle of the movie, and then not pay it off at all. So that's why the audience, like audiences, overwhelmingly test audiences like the happier ending better. But uh, so he said, "All right, yeah, just give him that. Whatever, doesn't matter." But uh, I mean, he could have still had, I guess, uh, maybe the evil still in it, being in him, and he could also still walk, which would be more dangerous. Yeah. But uh, man, what a what a film Monkey Shines is. <laughs> yeah. Well, it took it's it took a, a while to get going, but. Yeah, yeah. The, the beginning. There's some great stuff in the beginning. Janine Turner's ass. Um, him him doing the the ballerina twirl in the air when he gets hit. That was hilarious. Um, <laughs> yeah, but at least this is one that I could actually tell other people like you should watch this and you might enjoy it overall. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. watch the first 48 so minutes like, on like uh, one and a half speed or something just to really yeah. get through it. You know, but uh, yeah. yeah. Once you get to the bird murder, things really start picking up. Yeah, dude, the last half of this movie is so good. (laughs) (laughs) Ella is a badass. Now, clearly, if it's Ella versus Shockma, Shockma has the muscle. You know, he's just a brute. Yeah. uh, 
But Ella is the horror crossover that should have happened. Enough, though. She might figure yeah. out to just shut the door. Yeah, that's what I mean. Ella is way more cunning and <laughs> devious. And, like, she's clearly smarter. Shockwell couldn't figure out how to open a damn door. But uh, she can do all this. So that would be interesting, how that plays out. Yeah. I don't know. Forget Freddy versus Jason. We need Ella versus Shockma. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so crazy. <laughs> Uh, like, how that do you think be, that would, be, how would that play out? Cause Ella would just shut him in a room somewhere, right? And then like pump it full of poison gas or something. That's what you would do. <laughs> yeah, light it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh yeah, we forgot. When Kate's passed out on the ground, it was raining outside. So her oh, hair yeah. is wet and her, her jacket's wet. So Ella goes over and she's gonna burn Kate alive right in front of Alan. She gets the match and she lights it off and she sticks it against her coat. But the coat is so wet it takes out the flame. So Ella says, all right, let me try this again. She goes back, gets another match, lights it, and sticks it in her hair, and it still won't catch on fire. <laughs> so Ella's like, fuck, I got to come up with something else. So that's when she goes and gets the syringe. Oh, man, that was so great. Was great scenes of a little stick hand going in with the match. <laughs> that was pretty great. I uh, fucking love monkey shines. So much good uh, stuff in here. <laughs> so... So I don't know. One out of ten, Jank. What do you think? Ooh, uh, you know what? I'll give it like uh, the first half's pretty slow, so that might only yeah. get like a a three. Uh, but the last half, that's like a nine. So I'll, think, I'll bump it up a little bit and go seven. I think. I think the last half is a ten. That is <laughs> yeah. amazing. Um, so yeah, I, I think a solid eight uh, for me. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I'd go so, for eight. Yeah. You got to get through the beginning. Just power through it. All right. Just, yeah. yep. Maybe read a book. Do something Watch else. Two times speed or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but once you get to Ella causing trouble, holy hell, you got something good. So, mm-hmm. yeah. good old monkey shines. <laughs> Just the way Ella went out, so good. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good, man. Try. Yeah, who had the worst death? Shaka, because remember, Shakma jumped through a mirror of himself, looking at himself, and went through a mirror, yeah, into a furnace and got incinerated. And, uh, Ella gets just (laughs) swung around like, man, I don't remember to me. I I think I'll always take that image with me. (laughs) Just just shaking his head. But what a badass, like quadriplegic. That's literally the only thing he can do to kill her. And he somehow <laughs> manages to do it. <laughs> Don't fuck with that guy. So, all right, there you go. Monkey shines. Uh, next week. Uh, who is it next week? Uh, that'd be you, Mike Bill. What, what? Oh yeah. Tough. You picked that eyes of the serpent. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe it'll be a Larry week. I don't know. I always hate Bud and Larry, but it's been a month. So it'll be Thanksgiving. Thanks. Uh, yeah, next week's Thanksgiving. I probably won't be here then. Oh no, <clears throat> Jank, will you be around next Friday or no? Uh, I should be. All right. So, so Tuffy, you will not be here. You're out getting it done. Uh, I mean, I'll be at my parents' house, and it's just too much to explain to them what is happening at uh, that point. All right. Uh. So I guess we'll just do it Friday then, and maybe uh, Larry or we can do it Saturday. If Saturday works, I'll be back Saturday. But I think there's a WWE thing going on. 
Oh, was that? Oh, yeah, that's Survivor Series damage control. Survivor Series, but yeah, <laughs> I am still. Yeah, whatever you want to do. Uh, fuck. I got to watch Damage Control live, Tuffy. I hope you understand. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. So, all right. Um, all right. So we'll plan for Friday. See what happens. All right. So, uh, yeah, let's just talk about it right now, Tuffy. Uh, last week we were talking about how Oscar's going to flip at some point. We were doing yeah. it live during the show. And uh, I said, you'd probably do it at Survivor Series. Like, and you're like, well, they have a six woman tag match to set tonight with her, Charlotte and, uh, uh, Bianca Belair versus Bailey, EO, and Kyrie. And I'm like, oh, she might flip, she might flip tonight then. And sure enough, Oscar spit the mist in Bianca's face and they just beat the <laughs> holy hell out of him. And she hugged Kyrie. She's like, Kyrie. And she hugs Kyrie. She hugs EO. And then they call over Bailey and they say, yeah, come on, Bailey. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. And so now damage control is, uh, the originals. Dakota, Kai, her knee's still fucked up, so she can't wrestle yet. Bailey. Kyrie saying Eos guy and Oscar, this is the greatest thing ever. I am, yeah. <laughs> I am so happy right now, Tommy. You're so gonna be rubbed raw. Yeah, <laughs> I could barely walk. Yeah, after this. Oh my god, ah. this is just the greatest because they just keep putting all these photos of the five of them out on uh, Twitter and stuff, and they well, update the uh, Yeah, to open the show tonight, they had the five of them out there, and uh, they had Eo talking in the Japanese and. Uh, I guess in character, Dakota understands Japanese. Yeah. And then yeah. Well, Dakota actually, like, Dakota actually knows Japanese. She wrestled in Japan oh, okay. for a while. So yeah, she can actually speak Japanese a little bit. Yeah. yeah. yeah Dakota tells Bailey like, uh, Hey Bailey, EO just said, uh, one of us here in the ring is not in damage control. And Bailey gets all scared looking again and says, cause we haven't officially embraced Asuka into damage control yet. So they gave her yeah. a little shirt tonight. Oh, I got to watch that. Yeah. This is great. Cause, uh, because, Jank, all along, they're building that there's tension between EO and Bailey, And uh, now they bring in Kyrie Sane, who is one of, e- like, EO's best friend, and who had been out of the company for two years. And Bailey and EO Sky, or Bailey and Kyrie are mortal enemies. And the only reason yeah. Kyrie left WWE in storyline was because Bailey beat the fuck out of her and sent her back to Japan. <laughs> so, uh, so now Bailey's all like, uh, am I still part of this? And they're like, yeah, you're still part of this. Don't worry. You're still part of this. So Tuffy, how long do they go before they stick the knife in Bailey's back? How long do you think? Uh, is, I think is it at survivor series, survivor series, unless it's like the, the four of them dominate the war games match. And, uh, you know, it's like three, two of them and Bailey against one person. And then, uh, they just turn on Bailey, but yeah, I think a lot of times in this situation, the team will lose the Survivor Series match, and then uh, you know before they leave the ring, they beat the fuck out of the person who. They, yeah, that could be Bailey there, but I think they need to pull. They need to string this out. This is a good story they got going here. They need to yeah, because you can do so much. This is like a little bloodline, you know, with the 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 uh, lack of trust and the paranoia and everything. So yep. yeah, just play. They got. WWE for a while there, they had no factions whatsoever, and it kind of stunk. And they have so yeah, many. They got yeah, the Bloodline now, Judgment Day, uh, even the LWO, and now you got uh, Damage Control. And there's never been a, a female faction with more than three members. It's always just been three. And I don't know if that's technically a faction. If they're so uh, to have five women in a group together, that's a first time ever. First time ever. So yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. So excited. Jack, I don't feel the excitement coming from you. I need, I need more. 
Uh, yeah. I mean. Austin, Eo, and Kyrie <laughs> together with Bailey and Dakota Kai. This is amazing. This is so good. Sure, I'm happy for you and uh, and your hand. <laughs> I wish you many good nights together. <laughs> this is the best. Uh, so, Tuppy, I guess it's going to be Shotzi, Charlotte, and Bianca. And then I guess the storyline going on on SmackDown tonight is they're looking for the fourth member. Yeah, they have to find a fourth by the end of the night, is what Nick Aldis told them. I think Becky shows up, right? I'm assuming because they had a little uh, cutscene earlier. Yeah, telling Charlotte like, you know who we need, and I know you got a friend, so you need to make the call or whatever. Yeah, because now in in storyline and in real life, Becky and Charlotte do not like each other anymore. They used to be best friends, and they had a falling out. When uh, Becky became the man, because I guess there was some jealousy there from Charlotte and some anger, and Becky got mad at her. So there was like they had a legit falling out. They're no longer friends. They don't even talk to each other anymore. And uh, so for her to come in and wrestle with Charlotte, that would be uh, kind of interesting. So, hey, did you see uh, Becky? Becky was on Celebrity Jeopardy this past week. Did you see that? Uh, I saw on Reddit that Becky got zero correct responses on Celebrity Jeopardy. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> it was uh, it was Becky, uh, Macaulay Culkin, and Rachel Dratch. And I watched some of those uh, Celebrity Jeopardies, and they are not difficult uh, questions. <laughs> yeah, like there's a whole like SNL. a long history of SNL bits about how stupid yeah. Celebrity Jeopardy is. <laughs> Colors that end in purple. <laughs> Poor Becky. <laughs> She goes over. I think she only buzzed in like five times and she went over five or something. Yeah. But but I guess Macaulay Culkin just cleaned house. So. Yeah, I could see him uh, knowing a lot of dumb stuff. Yeah. But uh, poor Becky. But uh, Becky, it was the highest rated Celebrity Jeopardy episode of the year because of Becky. So good on you, Becky. Uh-huh. Could, have, could have been because of Rachel How many Dratch. they do a year? Uh, they do about 10 or so, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, well, plus right now they don't have. Yeah, they were backed up on new Jeopardies with the all the strikes and whatnot. Yeah, and uh, the Becky episode did way better than the other. So uh, good on you, Becky. So yeah, she t- uh, what did she, she tweeted out a couple things because at first when they said she made history by not answering any of the questions correct, <laughs> she tweeted out something like uh, "still making history everywhere I go" or something like that. And <laughs> and then uh, when they found out about the ratings, um, she did another funny tweet. Uh, Becky's the best. Uh, She's uh, very yeah, good. She was pretty great on that uh, Celebrity Family Feud, so I would imagine she'd be there. Yeah, she's very funny. And um, she has a book coming out uh, in March or May or March. I don't know. But, like, they oh. just uh, – she just finished it, and they've been doing promotion for it. Uh, that's the one. Remember I told her on Twitter I need at least three chapters about Asuka? And, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, and she tweeted back to me, and she said, uh, maybe I'll call it uh, – what, what did she call it? Uh, Becky uh, – I hate Oscar memoir. That was what she's going to call the book. <laughs> so, that Becky, she's funny. She's a funny lady. So, all right. Uh, any of, oh, wrestling, uh, Drew McIntyre went to Judgment Day. That's good. That was a good little story there. So, is he in Judgment Day or he just helped Judgment Day? Uh, he shook the hand of Rhea Ripley. So I think he's in Judgment Day. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know. We'll see. Cause the show ended with him shaking hands with Rhea Ripley. So he's definitely going to be on their War Games team. But uh, I think what you're going to see is he'll join them, and now there's going to be tension between him and Damian Priest, probably. And yeah, because uh, now Damian's okay with JD McDonough because he's officially in the Judgment Day. 
and they had a segment where Cody and Jay and Sammy were Cody is ribbing him on the mic saying, who's your leader? Rhea's not here. She's your leader. And they're like, no, no, we don't have leaders in the judgment day. And then eventually Priest yells, I'm the leader. You know? So, and then, uh, yeah. Rhea brings in Drew McIntyre. So yeah, there's going to be a big problem there in judgment day. Man, WWE's cooking with the storylines. They got a lot of stuff going on there. So you know what they should do is they should add a helper monkey to one of the storylines. <laughs> yeah. I would be dynamite. Bring that in. <laughs> <laughs> one eight Oscar shows up the monkey. Ah, oh. <laughs> every dream I've ever had comes true. So, all right, uh, there's your wrestling update. So, Jank, uh, what have you been watching before we get to Twin Peaks? What have you been watching? Uh, you've been home with yeah. COVIDs all week. Plenty yeah, of time to watch stuff. struggling to find things to watch. Honestly, like it's it's been tough going. <laughs> uh, I had all this time and a lot of it was just spent scrolling and looking for things. But uh, I did break down and finally rent um, Saw X, the latest Saw, Saw movie. X. Yeah, Saw Ten. I uh, like I like when they go with Roman numerals. It makes it seem classy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Saw Ten. <laughs> Uh, this one is a prequel, uh, set way back when, you know, John Kramer was still alive. <laughs> um, so it's kind of, he honestly didn't look too bad. Like you kind of believe, okay, he, he was an old man even back then. So he just still looks I, old. I don't know who, um, John, I don't know. Yeah. You're assuming him. a lot on the part of myself <laughs> and Mike Dell. I have no idea what the Saw movies are about. Oh yeah. All, all I so, know about Saw is like, there's a little puppet named Jigsaw. Yeah, you're locked uh, in a room and like you gotta cut your leg off and do kill another person or some bullshit like that. Yeah. Actually the puppet's name is Billy. Um <laughs> oh, the jigsaw, jigsaw killer is basically yes, this guy uh, John Kramer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so the They're, jigsaw killer is actually a fella and then the puppet yep. is Billy. Oh yeah. I had no idea. I had no idea. All right. <laughs> so like a jigsaw kind of thing. Yeah, okay. he was a guy who uh, in the first movie, they kind of set up that there's a bunch of people who have been put in these elaborate traps and uh, given a chance to try to you know get their way out of it. And if they do, then they get to go free, essentially. And you know, they got a new lease on life and they've learned to appreciate their life. Uh, but most of them end up dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like Danny Glover is like the cop in that one. He's trying to get to the bottom of this, find out who this jigsaw is. Um, uh, isn't Carrie Elwes in that or Elwes? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hey, also remember a Punisher? Didn't he have a villain jigsaw? Yep. Sure did. Thought it messed up face. Yeah. It was pieced together like a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. But then in the Um, TV show, he didn't have any of the scars. It was all just in his mind, which, you know, whatever. I don't like that. Don't like that at all. Nope. So. All right, so uh, what, what's Ten about then? This John Kramer fellow, he's still yeah, around? Yeah, so John Kramer, he was, he was basically an old man who uh, was like an engineer, and he became Jigsaw because he had a brain tumor, and he was dying, and well, there's all kinds of reasons he became <laughs> evil, essentially, or went on this mission. Um, and uh, But basically, he was dying, and he wanted to get revenge on some of the people who had wronged him, or just to make people appreciate their life, like he had kind of learned that, you know, he should have been doing more. Uh, so like one of the people he helped was this, this uh, lady named Amanda who was like on drugs. 
Uh, and so he put her in this like reverse bear trap. So, you know, like a normal bear trap closes in on you. Like it has two metal pieces that close in like a trap, like teeth that go inwards. So the reverse bear trap, he put it in her mouth <laughs> and basically gave her like a minute to, you know, get herself out of it. Otherwise it would open up from the ends, you know, from a closed position, open up and just obliterate her face. <laughs> Holy her hell. Yeah. So she had to like, I forget what she had to do to get a key, but she did it. Um, and she did get it off just in time. So she lived and she actually did end up helping her a lot. She decided to kick drugs and she became one of like the disciples of Jigsaw where she actually like sought him out and was like, Hey, can I help you in your mission? <laughs> so what the what? <laughs> yeah, that happened quite a few times. Apparently, uh, a lot of people were like actually thankful for going through these things at any point in the 10 movies. Does he set up a trap for someone he's going to die? And they're just like, yeah, cool. All right, kill me. You know, or does anyone ever just say, yeah, I don't want to live? Like put a monkey wrench in his little plan there. And this, uh, just, I would give up instantly. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would do. But yeah, um, no, they mostly just cry and, you know, complain. And yeah. Sometimes they don't see, actually see, I think, like, the, I think that would sometimes be a good rule. very like short amounts of time. It's like, you know, cut into your own stomach in a minute and get this key. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. That's, that's not a lot and of if time. They're just like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. But, uh, yeah, he'd be like, wait, wait a minute, don't you want to live? And then, nope. And then he'd be like, what? <laughs> and then, like, you know, you get a new new uh, perspective on that. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's like if you gave me, like, three days and I had to sit here miserable, like, yeah, eventually I get bored. But a minute? Nah. I'm not that kind of an effort guy. <laughs> and he'd be like, well, what's wrong? And then he's, like, all caring, trying to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me talk, talk about the triangle of about sadness. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this fake radio show with these other <laughs> losers. And uh, we, uh, <laughs> so there you go. Um, but, uh, so, all right. So, he's nice to appreciate there. <laughs> so, I have to hear about this one idiot who breaks hockey balls and eats broccoli and garlic sauce. That's all he does. I have to fucking listen to it every week. Uh, yep. But, so, it's just a, pre- a prequel. And we see how he becomes Jigsaw. Is that the situation here? Yeah, because actually they killed off Jigs or uh, John Kramer in like the third movie. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, really early on, and like different people would take up the mantle and stuff, and it, it got really weird and complicated. And then it was like a spinoff. So, Chris Rock was in that really didn't have anything to do with it. But yeah, you see him putting people into traps in this movie, and are they like really rudimentary, like uh, really basic traps compared to <laughs> later ones? No, they're still pretty, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think like, yeah, some open up a closet door and, like, a bowling ball falls on their head. <laughs> it's like, oh, gotcha. <laughs> Just a little Something. Rube Goldberg-esque, yeah. <laughs> no, no, these are still, uh, I guess this is already, he had already been Jigsaw for a little bit at this point. Um, so it's kind of, I guess, during that period in the first movie where the cops are trying to find him. Um, and he has not been, you know, found out yet. Uh, I guess it would be in that period. Um, now he, he looks kind of, you know, decent enough, like I said, but the girl playing Amanda, who I forget her name now, but, uh, she definitely looks older. <laughs> so it's weird to be like, oh yeah, this is a prequel. Like, you're like, oh, wait a minute. I'm not buying it. But how old was she in the first movie? Uh, she was probably like in her thirties. No, maybe she could have been 40, maybe. 
She was in the blob in like the eighties and she was playing like a teenager. So she must've been in her twenties at that point. Uh, so this Shawnee is Smith. That, is that her? Yeah. Shawnee Smith. Smith. Yep. That's her. There she is. Yeah. She's 54 right now. So. Okay. There yeah. She is. definitely, uh, looked, looked a little bit older. So it was a little hard to buy this being a prequel in that respect, but this one takes place. Um, I guess he, you know, he was kind of nearing the end of his life. His brain cancer was getting worse. Uh, he was going to like these support meetings and, uh, he meets this guy, one of them who, uh, tells him about, Oh, I went to this place in Mexico and, uh, you know, they hooked me up and they got rid of my cancer. Like they, they actually cured it. I was stage four and now I'm totally in remission. He's like, Oh, I'm going to go check this out. And uh, so he calls up this lady and he's like, Hey, can I come see you? And he checks her out online and she's like, yeah, my father, you know, came up with this procedure where we inject you with all this stuff. And then we, we can go in and take the tumor out. And he, he's like, yeah, we can help you out. Come on down here, give us all this money and we'll, we'll cure you right up. <laughs> but obviously it's all a scam and they didn't do anything. Uh, so he gets back and realizes, Oh, wait a minute. Like they literally didn't even do anything at all. I'm still dying. I still have this tumor. So he basically, you know, decides to take it upon himself to get revenge on all these people and teach them, you know, that it's wrong to, uh, to do this to innocent cancer victims and stuff like that. So he's kind of the hero in this one. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> like he's doing bad things, but you know, for a good reason. Um, which was some, sometimes the case with some of the other ones. Like he was going after like, it got kind of petty towards the end where he would go after like the people at the insurance company who denied him coverage and stuff like that. <laughs> Someone took his parking spot at uh, Giant yeah. Eagle. Like, oh, Pretty much. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was interesting enough. Um, some of the traps were cool. It was nice to at least kind of get back to the typical soft formula after the last couple. Um, but, yeah, it was okay. A lot of people were saying this one was really good. I wouldn't go that far. It's still, I think, uh, a far cry from the first six, I would say. But it's, it's not bad. It gets 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah, people love it. And it, it's okay. It's the big, usually there, there's a kind of a twist at the end of the movie. Uh, this one didn't really do much for me. It was kind of like, oh yeah, obviously. Especially since you know it's a prequel, you know he's not going to get killed at the end or anything's going to happen to him. So you kind of know where this is going. So, uh. Jake, know, uh, I've, I'm sorry you got the COVID because you're missing that concert, but also <clears throat> looking at some other movies, you were probably ready to get in line to watch the Marvels, right? <laughs> no. COVID came on and you couldn't go. Is that what happened? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's totally what happened. That's the, <laughs> the only reason I didn't go, me and the rest of America. <laughs> so, yeah, the Marvels, uh, apparently it's not doing so well. It gets 62 on Rotten Tomatoes, but I, I hear tell it had the lowest opening his, in all Marvel history. Yeah. Some money, so. Did lower than the uh, the Flash did, <laughs> which isn't good. <laughs> so it, it's just too much, too many, right? They're just making too many. Yeah, yeah, they've really uh, milked themselves and out. Of it makes sense anymore. Yeah, you have to watch like so many TV shows to try to keep track, and nobody wants to. And so. it's also like featuring people, uh, you know, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson. That's who people care about, and they're not in it anymore. So it's like, oh, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it seems like bad times. You see, they want to cast Pedro Pascal as Mr. Fantastic. Doesn't seem oh, like. Come on. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know that guy too much. He wasn't even like uh, the Last of Us or something, right? Is that the guy I'm thinking of? Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't look like Reed Richards to me. You need a tall, lanky oh. fella. You know? Yeah. And probably if you want him to be in a couple of movies, you don't want to get some guy who's like almost 50 already. <laughs> it's yeah. probably not going to work out too well. Hey, wait a minute. That's a real shot at me. Your chance of being Mr. Fantastic or over. Even though you have a stretchy thumb. <laughs> I'm lanky. <laughs> um, but uh, what else are I going to say about this? Oh, so I guess Marvel, they adjusted their release schedule now for the upcoming year. They they pushed some movies back. So next year, the only Marvel movie that will be released in 2024 is Deadpool 3. Yeah, that's true. I think the, the writer strike didn't help with all that. <laughs> yeah, that's the main uh, reason. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it, that might be a good scrapped, thing. Though. I don't know if you hear, uh, they uh, they scrapped everything they filmed for Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, I did read that. Yeah. They, they were like I, eight how, episodes how, in or something and just threw it all out. Oh, like, nope. they were that far in? <laughs> yeah. I thought they were like maybe, uh, yeah, they said they didn't like the direction of the series and they got all new showrunners and creators. And I guess right away this is a bad sign because the article I read said that uh, – they asked what the new creators were doing, like, how are they in the process? And they're like, well, right now we just gathered a bunch of Daredevil stuff, and we're trying to read it. We're at, like, day zero, and we're trying to learn. That's a bad sign. You know, you need to yeah. hire somebody who already knows about Daredevil, and who already, like, knows. Like, why them. don't you get the people who did the first three seasons of Daredevil? Yeah. <laughs> it seems like that's the obvious choice. People yeah. like those. Go back yeah, to that. How would, yeah, I guess the actors don't care. They're getting paid, you know, but. Um, yeah. Still, you do eight episodes and they're just throwing it out. That's fucking. And is it, aren't they also going to make it R-rated or something? Or like, uh, I haven't heard that. Yeah, I, I think that I think like the uh, there's like four projects they named that they're going to have R ratings. I think Blade maybe. Yeah, like, I heard that Blade would potentially be, which is. But good. I think the new Daredevil, like their new take on it, is going to be more adult and, and harder core. Hmm. So, um, that'll be cool. You know? Yeah, that'd be interesting. I mean, the get, Netflix get one. Barry in there, you know? Get oh, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is supposed to be Born Again, but I don't think anything... They kind of they kind of did Born Again the last season. Like, yeah, they, they really did. They definitely there. took parts of it, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, but yeah, Born Again's a great... It's my all-time favorite comic book story arc. Yeah, so, agreed. Um, that'd be nice if they're... Like, yeah, what do you need to learn? Just shoot, do a shot-by-shot shot of the comic book. Just do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. City. Uh but uh yeah, so they pushed back uh Captain America, uh, new, uh Brave uh, they're calling it Brave New World Brave New World now, not New World Order, like it's originally gonna be called. So yeah. uh it's like five months they're adding five months of reshoots or something on that. <laughs> like, yeah, Seth, Seth Rollins is in that. He plays uh one of the serpents in the Serpent Society. I don't know which one, but uh <laughs> So that's something. And then uh, Blade got pushed and back because I, I guess they shifted that to when Blade was going to be released. And now they, uh, I think it's coming out like February 14th, Valentine's Day. And then they pushed Blade yeah. back. I heard that, I mean, I don't have any hope for that because I heard like Blade's like the fourth lead in his own movie. Like they're that's, trying to make it about his daughter and like her girlfriends and stuff like that. It's like, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> Make a Blade movie that's not about Blade. <laughs> That's not good. Uh, and then the last one is the Thunderbolts. That also got pushed back a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, 
So yeah, you have, and then I, I think Fantastic Four also comes out in 2025, but that wasn't pushed back. It's staying where it was scheduled. But, um, yeah. I don't even think they've cast most of the Fantastic Four, so I don't know how that's going to work. And I think they're like, apparently there's all kind of rumors that they might just ditch Kang. They're just like, eh, (laughs) this old Jonathan Majors is getting weird. (laughs) Instead of recasting him, we'll just, you know, write him out. Even though you've been building him up for several things now that he's the new, you know, Thanos-level villain. We'll just forget about that. (laughs) And and he's like the one villain you could cast anyone at any time to play him because he changes all the time, so it doesn't matter. Yep. Could be varying from a different universe. Totally makes sense. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is maybe it's like a contract thing. Like he's, you know, contracted to play Kang, so you can't have somebody else do it unless it's found that he's, you know, breached his contract, beating his. Yeah. They yeah. recast War Machine like they've recast before. Yeah, they definitely oh, have. Right, yeah. Yeah, he recast right. the Hulk. Yeah, several times. What <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> kind of Hulk? <laughs> Had three Hulks, right? But. uh yeah, there you go. All right, so uh, there's your well, Marvel speaking movie. Of, uh, speaking of Marvel, uh, I watched the uh, South Park special, uh, like, I forget what it was called, Joining the Pandaverse. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, it's basically, it was like a one-hour special type thing about uh, South Park, basically taking shots at Disney and how bad they're fucking everything up. <laughs> um, okay. Like, Cartman keeps having these dreams every night where he – he like is good in this alternate world where all of him and his friends and everybody in the school have been replaced by diverse females. <laughs> like <laughs> about the patriarchy. <laughs> yeah. Listen, that is one of the main issues here going on with Marvel. And it's just, I mean, come on. That's just tell yeah. us about beating everybody over the head with how you're telling it. <laughs> yeah. So this is, yeah, I didn't even hear about this. Is this uh South Park? Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. Um, Eventually, there's like he's afraid that Kathleen Kennedy is going to come in and replace him with a diverse female. And uh, eventually, there becomes another version of Kathleen Kennedy from a different universe, who's basically South or uh, you know Cartman uh, with like a wig. And <laughs> all she does is just like every everything. She just just like um put a chicken in it, make it gay. <laughs> she's like at a restaurant, like <laughs> she's like ordering like food and whatever. And she's like put a chicken in it, make it gay. We're like. We don't understand what that means. Like, how are we supposed to do that <laughs> with your omelet? Uh, yeah, that was definitely, it definitely became a problem there. I remember, like, even, like, the last season of Jessica Jones. Yeah. It's like they really beat you over the head with it. And it's like, come on. <laughs> remember they made that one grizzled old veteran cop gay? Remember that? It's like, come on, what are we doing? What are we doing? Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. so... All right. Well, yeah. Keep I'll keep an eye out for that. I haven't watched South Park in many years, many many years. Yeah, yeah. Well, they don't put the new ones on TV anymore because of uh, rebroadcast disputes or something. Hmm. Yeah, it was the one thing I got like a free trial of Paramount Plus. Uh, most of the things I've tried to watch on there did not work. The South Park thing was like <laughs> the only thing that actually worked. <laughs> Paramount Plus doing good work. Yeah. Hey, hey yeah, speaking they- of, uh, oh, go ahead, Tommy. Well, as I understand it, I think Paramount Plus has the rights to the back catalog, but Comedy Central thinks they have the rights to air the new reruns of episodes. So now they release them not as episodes, but as these specials or whatever. Hmm. But it's only Paramount Plus, so that's why it's been like that. All right. That's something. Uh, 
But Giants, talk about the uh, animated shows and whatnot. How did we go all the way through Monkey Shines without you bringing up Mojo and The Simpsons? <laughs> Pray for Mojo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, that was a good one. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, what else have you been watching, Jack? Uh, let's see. I watched the uh, the first season of The Purge. Uh, the Purge. It's on the cock. Yeah, there's there's been uh, a bunch of Purge movies. Uh, I kind of gave up on them after the fourth one, but uh, there was a TV <laughs> show. I think it was on like USA or Network or something like that. <laughs> Apparently, it was two seasons. Um, I think I tried watching the first season before, didn't really get into it. Uh, but I figured I was so desperate for for content, basically, <laughs> threw it back on again, just restarted right. it over. So I've never seen any Purge stuff, but from my knowledge of this, once a year people just get to go ape shit and do whatever they want. Yeah, like, like for 12 hours, one night a year, there's like all crimes are legal. Uh, and basically, unless you're you know, a, a high ranking government official, then you're off limits, of course. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I was going to say, Congress yeah. should be. <laughs> so like all weapons are legal are under a class four or whatever. So I guess like no nukes or anything like that. They don't want that. But <laughs> so what do people do? Just stay in their houses and board their things up and just hope for the best or. Yeah, pretty much. That's what you try to do for the most part. <laughs> it doesn't always work that way, but, uh, yeah, the movies are pretty fun. The first one's just very much like a home invasion movie. It's, it's almost like the purge doesn't matter. <laughs> like, cause it's just these people trying to break into this house. Um, so it's kind of, you don't see a lot of what's going on out in the world. It's just kind of the fun part. Uh, but the second one was pretty good. Like that was uh purge anarchy. That one I recommend. Uh, Frank Grillo was in there who uh, was, you know, crossbones in the MCU, but he plays pretty much like the Punisher in that movie. He's just like a guy who wants, he's out for revenge. So he's out there, you know, just murdering, you know, people or like helping people out kind of, and, you know, killing bad guys essentially. So he, he's very Punisher-esque in there. So it's pretty great. Then he comes back in the third one. And then the, by the fourth one, they started putting way too much political commentary. And I was like, this isn't fun. <laughs> I just want a horror movie. Maybe some action. That's it. <laughs> So the Purge. Well, TV series, um, I guess it's an anthology show, so each season is different. I tried watching a little bit of the second season, couldn't really get into it, so I'm, I might bail on that completely. But, uh, the first season was okay. There was like a couple of different stories. Um, they tried to converge them all at the end, and that kind of got stupid, where it's just like, okay. <laughs> You're really reaching to, to connect all these people into this one storyline here. But, um, it's got one of the storylines is really good, and then some of the other ones are kind of meh. But um, it's got uh, what's his name? Oh shit! It's got one of the Baldwins, and it's got <laughs> Reed Diamond, I think his name was, who was uh, Terry on the Shield, and he was in Dollhouse. So I recognize that guy. Yeah. <laughs> no idea who that is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let, let me ask you this about the purge. Uh, you say like all crimes are legal, all violent crimes, or like even like embezzling and stuff like white collar <laughs> crimes. Sure, <laughs> insider no, trading, difficult. that kind of stuff. Can we get away with that too? Or? <laughs> yeah, as long as it's during those hours, I guess. Yeah, that's kind of what the second one goes into. It's like uh, from what it, from what I did see, like they're they're kind of showing people that. Uh, like, I guess, watch things on cameras and they have to, like, monitor to make sure that things are being done within the rules. So, like, you can't, you know, 
is this weapon under a class four? Are you stopping <laughs> when the sirens go off to say that it's over? <laughs> like, if you, cause there's like people robbing a bank and like the sirens go off and it's like, oh, that guy was still there. <laughs> he's, he now right. he's in trouble. <laughs> hey, uh, hey Dave, we got a problem here. We got a helper monkey trying to let a, uh, light a lady on fire. Is that a class four or is that okay <laughs> under the purge? <laughs> or, yeah. So. Are monkeys allowed to purge? <laughs> It's their right as American. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. The purge. That was something, I guess. Um, I watched, uh, I watched the Bye Bye Man. Uh, I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah. So desperate for things to watch. Uh, this was like a shitty horror movie that came out a couple years ago. And even when I was going to the theater, I was like, no, I'm going to see the Bye Bye Man. It's so stupid. Um, and honestly, it was better than I expected because I went in with such low expectations <laughs> that there were actually some effective scenes in it. Um, uh, but it's kind of one of these movies about like, uh, there's this, I guess the bye bye man. And if you hear his name, uh, you can't say it and you can't think it. Otherwise it'll infect your, you know, your brain and you'll start having weird hallucinations and murder all of your friends and family and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it like, spreads like a virus. As soon as you hear about it, like it's going to, you know, infect your life. Um, and so it kind of starts out really cool where like, there's this scene where this guy's just coming home from work and like pulls out a shotgun and just like starts murdering his wife and his kid and stuff like that. And then like, oh, yeah. who did you tell? And like, he's going to the neighbor's house trying to murder them. It's like, Oh wow. This, this started out pretty, uh, pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, it kind of, Oh, you know who was in this movie? Jenna Canal. Yes. <laughs> yep. oh, I'm just looking at it right Terrifier. here. Yep. Yeah, the, the I had no Terrifier. idea when I watched it, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's her." <laughs> also, Carrie Ann Moss is in it uh, from, uh, of course, Matrix, but Jessica Jones and uh, Faye yep. Dunaway is also in this. <laughs> Faye oh, <my>. Dunaway. <laughs> I didn't it, even remember her in there. It gets eighteen percent approval. Yeah, <laughs> that's about right. It's not a good movie, but it was better than I expected. I expected complete trash, and it was just mostly <laughs> trash. So, <laughs> um, other than that, I've mostly just been uh, watching. Oh, I did watch the pilot of Timeless, like I mentioned. I was going to try and watch the second episode today. I started it. Didn't really get too far yet, but maybe I'll try to watch it. Yeah. I saw that Sean Ryan was one of the producers on there. So I'm like, oh, okay. I, like Sean. I don't know who that is. Who he was the creator of The Shield. Oh, <laughs> oh that's right. <laughs> you told me that. Um but, uh, yeah, Jake started watching Timeless. Tuffy, you remember Timeless? It was like a network show about uh, people that go back in time and try to fix things or something. I don't know. Nope. But it's got Abigail Spencer in it, who was the <laughs> teacher on Mad Men. And yep. I rewatched that, se- that entire season this week, too. But so he saw Matt. he saw Abigail Spencer again. He's like, oh, what else is she in? And he wanted to watch Timeless. That's the only reason he watched Timeless, right? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, Abigail Spencer's great. And as I was telling Jake yesterday, well, what's your show called Rectify? Do you ever see Rectify, Tuffy? Uh, I feel like I've heard of it. Like uh, a fella is accused of murdering someone and he goes to prison and then he's let out of prison because of either DNA or something, some little loophole or something. And so it's how he adjusts back to his life. And you, he doesn't even know if he did it because he was like high on drugs and shit and he has no memory of it. And so it's it's a really good show. And she plays his sister on there. Huh. But yeah. Check out Rectify. So, all right, Tuffy, let's get to the main event. Yes. Yeah. 
Tuffy watched Twin Peaks. So why did yeah. why now, Tuffy? Well, I, last week you told us you took the cellophane off the box. So yeah, uh, I mean, I got nothing else to do, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> yep, good reason. <laughs> So, so you started with episode one of season one, of course, the pilot, right? You, no, I started just... with the pilot, which is <laughs> yeah, okay. not episode one. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. But, uh, I was being an issue. Yeah, because yeah. I watched through episode five, which would be the sixth episode. <laughs> there you go. You you saw some great shit then. Oh, yeah. yeah. How do you feel about it, Tuffy? What do you think? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, you're damn right. <laughs> we told you. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Is what uh, it someone is. should have told me about this show. <laughs> <laughs> Tuffy, Tuffy listened to us talk about it every every week for like five six months. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it is. We did so what two episodes good. a week, and uh, yeah, for about what twenty five weeks, probably then. <laughs> yeah, we did every season, so whatever the fuck that was, but. Man, uh, the pilot is so good. It is so strong. It really is. Yeah. And ep- episode three, again, I don't know about the numbering. I guess... Uh, the third episode? <laughs> yeah, where they're out in the woods and they're throwing the rocks. He's throwing the rocks. At yeah. The- yeah, that's yeah. Uh, such a good episode. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and it's got the dream with the red room. Yep. Yeah. Little guy dancing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Tuffy, you all in on Twin Peaks? What do you think? Yeah. I'll definitely finish watching it. Big fan of Shelly. I'll say that. Ooh, oh, yeah. Shelly. Uh, who played her, Jake? Uh, uh, dude. Uh, kind of a weird Sharon name. Sherilyn Fenn. Um, Ma- uh, uh, Mad Atchman, or Ma- what? what is it? Uh, yeah. yeah. Magic. <laughs> Magic. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, she is smoking hot. Yeah. Oh. And yeah, Sherilyn Fenn. Well, I was all in on Sherilyn Fenn. Yeah, yeah, with Audrey Horn. Two American parents who just wanted to give her a weird name. Imagine <laughs> Hammock. Yeah, she's she's great. And oh, also uh, Rashida Jones's mom is it the waitress. Uh, I liked her a lot too. Oh, yeah. Norma. Yeah, Norma. Yeah, big fan of Norma and Audrey Horn. Uh, yeah, yeah, Peggy Lipton. That's right. I wasn't such a big fan of the uh, the Donna. Right? Is that her name, Donna? Yeah, that was fine. Really but, uh, <laughs> I like Audrey. Audrey's good too. Yeah, Sherilyn Fenn. She's the best. Yeah. When that show came out, what was it, like eighty nine, ninety that came out, right? Ninety. Yeah. yeah. So I was, I was in high school, like probably freshman year, and uh, Sherilyn Fenn and uh, what's the other one's name? Uh, the actress that plays Donna. Mad. Uh... Uh, yeah. Larflin Boyle. Larflin Boyle. The two of yeah. them were like everywhere. They were very popular in, uh, in, in Kyle McLaughlin, of course. But they were like the three people that represented that show everywhere. Yeah, Shelly really yeah. wasn't overly popular at the time, but she was great. That is weird that Donna was one of the ones that popped. Like, she's not, <laughs> no one's favorite yeah. character, I don't think. She was very popular at that time. So, hmm. But, uh, yeah, Tuff, you got a lot of stuff in store for you. Well, of course, you know everything. You already know all the mysteries and everything. Do you remember us talking uh, about uh, it? I mean, the only thing I know is that Bob killed Laura Palmer. Yeah, but do you know who Bob okay. is? <laughs> uh, Leland. Oh, all right. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that kind of ruins it, yeah. But, 
<laughs> but yeah, that that first season is so good, so good. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed Jerry Horn. He's fun. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just oh, Audrey's dad. Can we later on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Audrey's dad, Audrey's uncle. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I don't even remember. Guy from the Warriors. Wow, I can't even. I'm blanking. I don't even remember who he is. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it was her dad. Um, uh, who, who else is great on that show? Uh, uh, who's the lady that gets the super strength? <laughs> she was great. <laughs> oh yeah, Big Ed's wife. Uh, yeah, Big Ed's wife. Oh yeah. Did she get super strong uh, yet, Tuffy? The red no, hair. Like too, on her silent okay. drape runners. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Dude, it, that show is so good. Uh, there's so many little things. I love it. Yep. God, it's so good. Uh, but yeah, Nadine season two is Big Ed's wife. Nadine, yeah. Season two, you know, eh, not so much. But season one, <laughs> I mean, the first half yeah. of season two is good. <laughs> and then they yeah, it's okay. Uh, like the thing that killed it. Am I supposed to watch the Log Lady intros to every episode? Uh, you oh. know, I, I recall the first, when I first saw Twin Peaks, cause I did see a couple of them over the years, they would show, I think was it on A&E or some channel like that, they had their reruns and they would put the log lady in front, I think, to do a little recap. Okay. Cause like during the, the initial run, those things weren't there, right? They, or no. were they? No, yeah, I didn't so. later on for cable. Um, but yeah, you don't have to, I, yeah, you don't have to, I guess. But, well, they uh, might help. It might be a little peek into what's what's happening. Season two fucked up when they had Audrey get away from Kyle McLaughlin because they had that sexual tension going, even though he's older than her and everything, whatever. But still, that I'm was like, a buddy that, Billy Zane. But that was like a, such a good dynamic, the two of them. And that's what everyone was talking about. Like when that show came out, Kyle McLaughlin yeah. and Sharon and, and I guess then we learned that because he was dating Laura Flynn Boy when she was jealous, I guess, and she didn't want that going on. So that's ridiculous. But um yeah. <laughs> that's that's upsetting. Yeah, so that really fucked that up again. And but season two's got all the deep, really fucked up, like, um, like deep rabbit hole kind of stuff, though. You know, like, like the waiter showing up saying that stupid shit to him, like the the owls aren't what they seem and everything, right? So yeah, yeah. So without that, like, that's really what elevates Twin Peaks to like cult status is all that kind of shit, but. Yeah, you had a little bit of that in the first season, I guess, with the dream and all that stuff. Yeah, but you get way more of it, I think, in season three, yes. too, you know? Yeah. Way more, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that season one was just primarily just a mystery. Oh, so good. Yeah. So good. In season three, it's fascinating the way it came about, and it's so awesome that they actually did did it 20 years later after there's a scene in season one saying, oh, we'll see you in 20 years, and then they do it 20 years later. Like, that's fucked up. But... <laughs> Uh, it, season three is like more interesting than I think it is good. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I want to go back it's, and watch yeah, it. Yeah. You know, I, I do still like season three. Like, I definitely the first time I saw it, I was like, what is this? Like, why are they not giving me what I want? But like, I still ended up liking it. <laughs> like, Dougie Jones, like, I'll, I'll always remember him just yelling, bingo, or whatever. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah like there's some interesting things like again the whole rabbit hole stuff like you got to connect all these pieces and you're trying to figure it out like that's interesting but i don't know if i'd go back and watch it again you know so you're not but really I, selling me on anything past season one here yeah, yeah, well, you, but season one is so good when you get to the end of it you'll you'll, you'll want to keep going 
you know? Yeah, it, yeah. It's full of mysteries that it makes you want to keep watching to try to figure out what's going on. And there's good stuff in season two. It's not like season two is all bad, but it just, it really loses its fastball after like, because okay. when, when did yeah, they reveal? Because David Lewis? Lynch left basically after they yeah. revealed the, the mystery. Cause he was like, this is stupid. I don't want to do this. So he's like, I'm out of here. It's just you, Mark Frost. And <laughs> Mark Frost was not nearly as good. <laughs> yeah. Cause when do they reveal that Leland's Bob, like episode four, five, six, somewhere in there? Yeah, maybe it was either probably six, seven, or eight of that season. Okay, but yes, and like but there's a lot of episodes. Eight. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. a lot. Of, it's not like not today's modern TV eight episode seasons or whatever. There's twenty two of them. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, like the beginning of season two is great, but then yeah, they definitely lost something there towards the end. I think they got it back a little bit at the very end, uh, but yeah. there's a, there's a dead period there in the middle where Billy Zane shows up and shit. <laughs> or it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> Remember yeah. when James like went on the run and like met some lady who wanted her to yeah. like, kill her husband and stuff? It's like, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just weird cliche TV stuff. Yeah, that's the dead period. Yep, yep, yep. So, but you'll love it, Tuffy. You'll love it. Yeah, yeah. It's still fun, even when it's bad. Hey, how about One Eyed Jacks, the brothel up uh, up north? I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Seems like a fun place. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Isn't there a famous lady who's one of the brothel uh, hookers there? I can't remember who it is now. Um, fuck, mm. I don't know. She's like a real bit part. Uh, when they first get there on the boat, I think she welcomes him off the boat onto the dock or something. But she's like uh, one of our ladies who's been in movies and shit we've seen, and I can't remember who it is. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's like dark hair. hair. But yeah. Anyway. All right, Tuffy, keep us posted, you know, on the progress through Twin Peaks. Do you have any questions or any uncertainties or anything you really love through the first five episodes? Um, no. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. I'm not taking quite the detailed uh, run the way you guys did, you know? I'm just letting it wash over me. How about the music? (laughs) Do you like the music at Twin Peaks? Yeah, it's uh, it's unique. Yeah, it gives it a mood, For, you know, atmosphere. Yeah. It gives it that uh, very unique feel to it. Although I will say this, Jack. There is an episode in uh, season three of Check It Out where they do similar <laughs> things with music. <laughs> and it was, <laughs> and it was before Twin Peaks. So I'm pretty sure <laughs> that uh, old What's-His-Face was watching Check It Out. And he got the I idea. Like I don't think anyone watching Check Twin Peaks thing right now. Hey, what was the thing David Lynch did with the monkey? Remember that? That was great. What was that little? Yeah. Thing? yeah. What did Jack do? <laughs> what did Jack do? <laughs> uh, that was Talk great. <laughs> uh, good times. Good times. Yeah, maybe I'll go back and start watching Twin Peaks again. Uh, yeah, I might too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just redo what we did a couple years ago. Yeah, it does have a content shortage. It's just like the little moments in that show that make it so great. Like the, the things. Man, give yourself a little present every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a damn good cup of coffee. <laughs> oh, just wait till David Lynch shows up as uh, Gordon. Oh, he was great. Yeah. Well, well that was that in season one or was that season two? But yeah. Well, he left in season two. Yeah. So it had to be. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he's great on there, yeah. I think you got, you got Albert already, though, right? Albert showed up? Yeah, Albert's already showed up. 
and punched the sheriff in the face. Darcy and Surly, yeah. Oh, God. In the face, by the sheriff. <laughs> yeah, the sheriff punched him, yeah. And the sheriff is the fellow from uh, uh, Slapshot, uh, Ned. He played <laughs> Ned Slapshot. So, all right, there it is. Tuffy will keep us up to date on his Twin Peaks experience. Anything else, Tuffy, you've been doing this week? Uh, You know, back on the Zelda. Still pushing away at that. Oh, yeah, back on the Zelda. Are you uh, yeah. bu- busting gems, Tuffy? Did you get the new Dusty Roads? Hard times. Uh, Dusty Roads. I don't have the new Dusty Roads, but I uh, have been busting gems like crazy. Yeah, uh, Scopely does this thing now, Jenk, where they do this event. They're called Showdowns, and they usually last like two days. But now, like, they have a premium showdown, and the only way you can play in that is if you have the character that is really hard to get. Yeah, so. yeah. that was only released today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so really, you have, if you have to, you have to throw so like yeah, thousands of dollars. Pretty much have to spend money, mm-hmm. and yeah, likely several hundred to thousands of dollars. <laughs> uh, Scopely, you sons of bitches! Um, Nothing like a tall barrier to entry. Hey, the other day, though, yeah. Tuffy, I, from one of the uh, free pools, I can't even remember what, oh, I think, you know how they've been giving out those little loot uh, coins now, like you get one and you can go open one for free or whatever every once yeah. in a while? Uh, I got a uh, five-star gold Triple H Degeneration X. Hey, yeah, he's good. Yeah, I came out of nowhere. I was like, oh, all right, start using that. And, yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, and we'll see uh, next week because they've been giving us tokens every day to go open oh, on Thanksgiving. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure we'll be absolute garbage when we actually get to open it. Yeah, they say as long as you collect these tokens that you'll get, what do they say, a, f- a free six-star or a free? Uh, I, something like that. But it's going to be the worst possible character you're going to get. <laughs> I don't know why they don't let just people like pick whatever character they want. That would be awesome. All right, you get to pick one character, yeah. whatever you want. Just go for it, you know? That'd be. I'd take that new Oscar, even though she's apparently terrible. I'd still take her. You know? She's not terrible. She's just not great. All right. Well, that's good. Um. Yeah, I don't know what else. Uh, Marvel Snap still doing that. Uh, Ms. Marvel or whatever she's the. Ch- I didn't even get yeah. the Chase character this month. Yeah, I did. I did do a uh, a twenty dollar on uh, Champions today and got Pat Patterson. So that was good. Oh, Pat Patterson. First Intercontinental yeah. Champion, Pat Patterson. Yeah, there you go. Um, and uh, Gladiator, they released Gladiator on Marvel Snap. Uh, he's pretty cool. Nice. Uh, and they don't have him in uh, Marvel Puzzle Quest. Ah, oh, he's that. Gladiator. But instead, they decided nice. to add both a three star and a five star. The stupid cat from Captain Marvel. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, you mean like Goose? Two- yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's goose in. Uh, first of all, I don't like your attitude, stupid cat. I don't like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they got goose in Marvel Snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old goose. Uh, I don't know why they keep doing this thing of let's do two of the same thing at, at once. I'm still waiting for Haley. This one roster here. spots are so like hard to get. <laughs> so all right, anything else to discuss? I think uh, that's about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Triangle of Sadness really doesn't do much, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I literally couldn't do much. <laughs> but but I'm proud of you, Tuffy, for watching Twin Peaks. You took the first step to a new life. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it helped that I had uh, Friday off for Veterans Day, so it's like, oh, I gotta find something to do today. Yeah, well, that's good. 
Uh, oh, oh, my fantasy football trades. Three trades in one day, Tuffy. Oh, yeah. That's hard to do, you know? Cam must really be struggling. No, I'm six and four. And, uh, yeah, so I'm like in fourth place, but, uh, I'm in a good spot, two games ahead of the people out of the playoffs. Okay. And I just won the last game, too, but I just didn't like my team because, uh, my, like Calvin Ridley and, and, uh, Jordan Addison are my top two wide receivers. Uh, yeah. Because I lost Mike Williams for the year earlier and, uh, and Calvin Ridley's just been terrible because Jacksonville's stupid. They don't use him right. And I'm just frustrated. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and Jordan Addison's been great, but Kirk Cousins got hurt, and now Justin Jefferson's coming back, so he's probably going to dry up a little bit in terms of opportunities there. So I'm like, I got to do something. So I, all in all, through all the deals, I traded Justin Herbert, Calvin Ridley, uh, Jordan Addison, and uh, Sam Laporta, because I also have uh, Dalton Kincaid at tight end, so I can play him or Laporta. And I have, well, I want to go with Justin Fields at quarterback. Tuffy, we're all in a Justin Fields Tuffy. We're all bears. We're all right. bears. Okay. So I, I got rid of. So I, I just totally overhauled my wide receivers. So I got rid of those four guys and I brought in uh, Terry McLaurin, DK Metcalf, Marquise Brown, and T. Higgins. Now I got T. Higgins. He's injured, but I got him thinking because I'd only need him late in the season, and he I figured he'd be good by then. And Joe Burrow and the Bengals would be lighting it up. And then last night. Joe Burrow blows yeah, out, his Joe Burrow's out, out for the year. The year. <laughs> so now T. Higgins is worthless. <laughs> He's going to be garbage. So uh, that hurts. But yeah, I needed wide receivers. So I like my team a lot better now, but it, it's all contingent on Justin Fields. So what do you think? Yeah. Though? What do you think? Uh, I mean, as long as he's healthy, that'll work out. He's got like a pretty good floor. He runs for 30 yards, throws a little bit. He doesn't usually kill you, but, uh, I would not expect him to stay healthy for the rest of the year. Like my team was good, and when Herbert's got a tough schedule coming up, so I didn't really like that. And yeah, and the Chargers, I I don't like that team just because their coach is an idiot, so I, it hurts to root for him. So um, I figure with Fields, like my team would have been fine. I probably would have made the playoffs, but I, I don't think I could win a championship. This team with Justin Fields, I have a chance to win a championship, but I also have a chance to miss the playoffs yeah. just because, like, he could <laughs> he could be terrible. And I got Russell yeah. Wilson on the bench. Uh, I don't know. I hate Russell Wilson, but there's not much else out there. So. Yeah. Well, my team that uh, that Yahoo gave me an F for my draft grade at the start of the <laughs> yeah. year. They gave me a D minus or something. And yeah, I didn't think they would actually give you an F. I thought it's like, no, nobody's going to get worse than a C because, hey, you drafted a team. We're Yahoo. Yeah, I got an it, F, and I'm in first place with the second highest scoring team in the league. So suck on that, Yahoo. Yeah, Yahoo's dummies because they, they put out their ratings. And as long as you follow their rankings and you draft guys where they say you should, they give you a good grade. Yeah. So their, their rankings are stupid, so why do what they do? Uh, I think I think my our buddy Lance has the most points in our league. Yet he's not even in the playoffs right now. I don't think. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. My other league, I'm in sixth place with the highest scoring team. Yeah, fantasy football is weird like that. Oh, but you know who I beat last week? Sean Leahy. Yeah, that's right, Ooh. Mr. Sean Leahy, Mr. First Place Team. Cham just went into town and smacked him in the mouth, and uh, beat him by like fifty or something <laughs> or forty. It wasn't even close. So uh, so now the Ryan is tied with Sean Leahy for first place. And the Ryan, I know you're the best overseas kid ever, but your fantasy team stinks. <laughs> yeah, you're somehow seven and three. I don't get it. You beat Cham, and you're seven and three, and your team's awful. So 
So I don't know. You better enjoy it while you can. That's what I'm saying. Because uh, Larry won again. He's now four and six. So like <laughs> All right, crawling back. Yeah, like the, the two top teams are seven to three. Me and uh, Jason Sonera, the uh, Stone Cold ETs, were six and four. Then there are a couple teams five. The last place teams are four and six. So everyone's jumbled up. You know, it's pretty tight. Usually you have like a couple really good teams, a couple really shitty teams, but no, everyone's within three games of each other. So, uh, should be a good final push to this season. But, uh, yeah, Larry started Kenny Pickett last week and he went for six points, you know, cause, uh, yeah. his quarterback's on a bye and Larry still ended up winning. So <laughs> it's just like real life, Tuffy. Pickett, he's a clutch. He wins. He can't put up stats, but he wins. Uh, <laughs> Hey, also a toughie, Khalil Herbert's coming back this week. I also have him on my team. The, the yeah. Bears, they might be coming together. I'll be honest, that is not good news for Cham. <laughs> <laughs> well, Khalil Herbert. You were like, counting on multiple Bears players. No, 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 I'm not counting on Khalil Herbert. He's my, like, fourth oh, running back. Yeah, he's just, he's dead. He's dead. Like, he will never play unless there's catastrophic injuries. So he, but he's there. It's a safety net. Yeah. So, yeah, because my one team I got, uh, Jared Allen, has not been living up to the hype this year. So uh, again, it's Josh Allen. Up. Every time you call him Jared Allen, <laughs> yeah. it's Josh Allen. Whoever, you know, one of them. Well, he's still putting up fantasy points. I think he's like the second overall quarterback in fantasy. Yeah. But, yeah, he's been playing bad. Uh, Tua, Tua was my backup in that league, so it's hard to – That's Larry's That's Larry's quarterback, Tua. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, I've got Bijan and uh, both Detroit running backs as my guys. See, I'm just going to roll with that Detroit backfield. They're 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 both really good, so I'm just going to roll with them and Bijan. So I only need two wide receivers, so we'll figure it out. But um, I still got that mustard guy. Yeah, Bijan. Yeah, I, <laughs> word is that their coach they finally figured it out, and he's like, "Oh, I need to give my best player the ball. Cool. So we'll see how it goes." <laughs> On the straight. It took him nine weeks to figure it out. Oh, I should give the best guy on my team the ball. <laughs> all right, so we'll see. But uh, all right, there's your fantasy football update. Um, that's that. So all right, next week we'll be Tuffy probably won't be here, but uh, yep. Jank and I should be here, and maybe Larry, maybe someone else. Who knows? Hey, right, Miles Watson's down in Miami now. He uh, oh, they uh, he won some awards, so they're having a dinner or something down there. So. uh He's going down there to live it up. So Miami. Huh. So. Who's paying for that? His publisher? <laughs> no. His publisher <laughs> is not paying for that. <laughs> uh, and Miles wanted me to like send him some uh, business cards and he said he'd pass them around down there. And he told me this like last month, you know. And of course I keep putting it off, putting it off. And uh and the reason why I kept putting it off is because I wanted to include like a little uh, paper there, and I wanted to do a drawing of Alf on it, and have like, <laughs> problem. He hates Alf, you know. And uh, yeah. but I, I just I couldn't find the time. And then here he he goes, oh, hey, I'm leaving tomorrow, so I'm like, oh fuck, I can't send you the, the business cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you dropped the ball. <laughs> I know because I just wanted to draw a picture of Alf, and I never did. <laughs> oh, what are you gonna do? Your one joke bit you in the ass. <laughs> No, <laughs> so, so that sucks. But hopefully Miles is having a good time down there, and uh, yeah, someone will be here next week. We'll figure it out. Hey, Dick Belsky, maybe I got to reach out to Dick Belsky because we're yeah. still because we've been going back and forth on the twitters about his uh, Cleveland Browns. Deshaun Watson off for the year, Tuffy. 
So, oh yeah, that hurts. Yeah. I mean, are the Steelers going to make the playoffs? Is that it is crazy? They're six and three. Their offense is atrocious. But now Cincinnati lost their starting quarterback. Cleveland lost their starting quarterback. So yeah, it's wide open, wide open for the Steelers now. Like I don't think they're going to beat the Ravens, but they got a they pretty good chance. They beat them already there. this year. They beat them earlier this year. Yeah. The Steelers always play the Ravens. They always handle because for some reason John Harbaugh becomes the dumbest quarterback, the dumbest coach ever when he goes against the Steelers. Yeah, because they got the Browns this week and then the Bengals the next week. I know, so they have to win these two games against these backup quarterbacks. Can you imagine? People in Pittsburgh would be going nuts if they lose these games. Because <laughs> yeah. everyone already is all doom and gloom, even though they're six and three. They're like, oh, this team stinks. Kenny Pickett stinks. Well, yeah, if they lose these games, good lord. They yeah, they got the Browns, the Bengals, then they play the Cardinals, the Patriots, and the Colts. So if they can't that, win like that, they need to get a, Yeah, they should go five and zero. Oh, but anything less than four and one in those five games is terrible. So, but if they go four and one there, that that gets them to ten wins, and that gets them to ten wins, and that's pretty much in the playoffs at that point. Yep. So here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Yeah, because the Bears are going to get smoked by the Lions this week. But I'm hoping it's going to be a high-scoring game, you know, because the Lions' defense <laughs> yeah. is the best. They, uh, yeah. So that's why I got a lot of Lions and Justin Fields running around. Let's go, Justin Fields. <laughs> so now, Jank, you can really watch the games with some, uh, you know, you got a stake in the game now. Rooting interest, yeah. Yeah, Tuffy and I both <laughs> need Justin Fields to light it up. So. All right, so uh, thanks again to the Tuffy and the Jank and uh, Ella for being mm-hmm. a good little monkey. And yeah. Was she a good little monkey? <laughs> She's a best little monkey. These are good monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing you see when the movie comes on, a disclaimer. No monkeys were harmed. So, all right. So until next week, pass the Munchie Chi, Governor Gabby. Thank you very much.